There's a reason why you pick her. Two chains. Here's my boss, Chief. Elisa. I hope, hope you're okay with this podcast. You want to dance party like <laughs> <laughs> How to be a popular podcast number one fifty one. Less talking, more dancing. <laughs> Yo, bro, you make a whole podcast, no talking, none. I want you guys to imagine us dancing, whatever way you want. Just dancing. Why would we communicate with our words when we can communicate with our bodies? Let's dance. <laughs> I love it when the beat stops and they go on a long rap and then it kicks back in. Love that. My whole people are feeling this. It's a good intro song. Two chance. Two chains. Shit. Chains. Yeah. I'm sitting here with uh, Dallas. Dallas and Mike. What up? From Calgary. You guys <laughs> drove seven hours. They're staying the night here in Kamloops, British Columbia, Canada. Woo-woo. Yeah. Fuck it. Cheers. It's so good to see you guys. Good to see you too, Tala. <laughs> good to laugh with you too. Fuck yeah. They, they brought some old Milwaukee's. You gotta look at a pretty lady while you're drinking. Yeah, old Milwaukee's are a beer, and they have a, a a girl, a graphic of a girl on it. The girl used to be a blonde, like a pinup girl. Well, there's different ones. There's different yeah. pinup. Redhead too. Yeah, not too bad. So like red, redhead too. Yeah, man. There's a ginger, darker, and a blonde. It's very good marketing. It is. Beer companies do a good job. Dude, I just, I just like I bought a whole bunch of beer at the liquor store, and I got uh, like smelly things for your car. Like air fresheners? Yeah, yeah. And it was all in the shape of the ladies. Really? Yeah. Of old Milwaukee? Yes. Damn. But it's driving not, in here. <laughs> did it smell like pussy? It's like pussy scent. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> that would be so cool. Cool. Dipping in dead fish. <laughs> Make your car smell like you just got laid by a dirty hooker. So have you been drinking? That's I was like, that's fucking <laughs> God. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that would be a good invention like if you had like on the on the rim of the window some kind of like air freshener that you could when you talked out the window it would filter your breath so I'm also cops would be like have you been drinking no sir I haven't been drinking and they wouldn't smell it it'd be a filter air filter except you just looked at them all googly eye <laughs> <laughs> can't even look in the flashlight straight good <laughs> Man, drinking and driving is something that people should not do. No, that's something that people should not do. <laughs> yeah, the discussion yeah. Yeah. up here. We did have this discussion. How terrible drivers there are, yeah. and then you compare them to drunk drivers, and they're in the same class, and you go, wait a minute. We all know that one person we got a ride home from the bar. Yeah. They weren't sober. Yeah. In fact, they're the one buying drinks. <laughs> we all know that time when, like, I'm just happy that I got away with the times when I don't yeah. even remember like driving home it's like 
I like I'm so lucky to still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> too, too, too man. Uh, we've like you you'd be lying to yourself if you said like if you drank and you said that I've never drove home once, like yeah. Or like we all felt done this. I don't I don't like connect like I don't it's just the the things that can the things that could happen. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like we're so lucky that those so things lucky didn't somehow happen. or the days you wake up you're just like how did I get home? Your car's outside? I'm like, whew, okay. <laughs> not, not a good time. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I don't condone it. <laughs> I think about like, like, you know, you, you, you try a certain way to like, be good so you can have a good life. Or something. Like you try to build like a nice life. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, my life is awesome, but how the fuck did I get here in such an awesome life? Like, I have done so much stupid shit. I could have been there's so much shit that I'm so lucky it's to not be dead or not be in jail or not be a crackhead or like like I don't know you I, I you think fully committed to life though <laughs> like in in the sense of like you you live life to the fullest um, you you enjoy you enjoy everything you do and you only live yeah, by once and so but like the people that just go for it, like you don't have fears you're just like if I die, well, this is the day I die, you know, it's going to suck, but right. like, you're prepared, you know what the consequences could be, but you just go for it. Well, you know me, you know me at my, at my best. You pretty much only know me at my best, which is interesting. It's an interesting Have relationship. Yes. Because like, when we see each other, it's like excitement, it's like rollerblading, it's like we see each other at the best of times. <laughs> pretty much like the best of times only and we're both at like a heightened like stokeness on life like, like super doing happy splits and J-O-M, doing splits yeah. and J-O-M. we are having an orgasm while doing the splits winning the gold medal at the women's olympics like it's going down it's party time it's but and it's not only party time it's like it's like you're stoked to be at your best. Like what? Like when we see each other, it's it's a moment that we've both been thinking about for weeks before. Oh hell yeah! You know, like we've been like, you do the the mental visualization of like, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> when that happens, like when when I go when I drive to Vancouver for pop contests, like man, my skates are gonna be like I'm gonna have good bearings, good wheels, my body's gonna feel good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna prep, you know. And I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill it. And you think about that. That's like what you think about when you go to sleep. Actually, and then those are the moments that we see each other. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then you see us. Then we've seen each other at our worst, in the sense of like we go in having that like juice, and you just ruin yourself. <laughs> just like, just full and destroy yourself. <laughs> yeah, Dallas at like what two pop contests ago? Two thousand eight, man. Just watched it. Two thousand nine. Fuck. <laughs> Five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Four or five years ago? <laughs> Dallas did this huge, like, 15-foot disaster sweat stance to a spine, and he split it, and he nailed his balls. Kind grind? Yeah. Kind grind? Kind grind. It was kind grind, yeah. Man. Like a sweat stance, but reverse. Trimazoo. Yeah. Gap. Oh, Trimazoo. Oh, okay, yeah. we're both wrong. Trimazoo. I had the wrong angle. Really? Okay, well, you nailed the sweat stance. That's why I said sweat stance. Sweat. You hit the sweat. Did you hit disaster fish on that? No, nope, just no, sweaty. Sw- just sweaty. You laced that too. 
That's a huge disaster. That's that's a big <laughs> fucking gap. Remember when Chris Neiman did it? Like at one yeah. of the first or second pop contest? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gap sold it. it. Was right into the corner. Jesus. But uh, yeah, you you hit your nuts on a true <laughs> yeah. You split and his nuts were like black grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Like, Did you go to the hospital? Yeah, man. Well, actually, stayed home and partied the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> like, normal, normal, like, RPT styles. You know how we do. Just Cheers. party the whole night. And then it wasn't until, like, the next morning, man, like, where I just, like, passed out and all the blood started sitting. And when you wake up, like, they just dropped. So all my blood just, like, completely just dropped. Like, you know, like, uh, circulation in blood. So, like... Right. Um... So yeah, like when it's swelling sometimes, like when it's like jiggling, it hurts more because there's no support for it. That's like what happened to my balls. As soon as I dropped, like all the blood just like rushed to my balls and just like dropped me to my knees. And I was like, okay. <laughs> they did something. And so I had to go to the hospital. Um, then a whole bunch of funny stuff happened. And it's funny, the first did thing. It, did the it first, hurt? Yeah, man, it hurt. It hurt to walk. And then I remember going in and there's like this frat doctor dude, man. He was just like, and I'm with Mel. And uh, this frat doctor dude's like, first question he asked me, he looks him up, he's like, oh, you did something big. He's like, can, can you get hard? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, first yeah, he first asked. question he asked me, like, and he's like, like, cool guy, you know, like, he's like the cool, like, kind of, like, jock, man. It's, and I was like, dude, does it look like I can get, like, like hard right now? Like, my dick, my balls are, like, black, you know? Like, <laughs> like, why don't you suck it and find out? <laughs> And so, anyways, that so he wasn't a specialist, and so he was like, you did something really bad, and so they took like ultrasound of it, and he came back and he was like, well, we got two options, uh, either I do surgery or we just take it right out, and uh, I don't like to do yeah, and he's like, I don't like to do surgery because there's too much risk for an infection after. She's like, we should just take it out. Testicle. Like, testicle. One of them. Like, my ruptured one. And I was just, like, laughing and crying. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, finally in rollerblading. Like, I've done something to myself. Like, there goes my nut, you know? <laughs> so, well, you only need one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But then, another doctor was like, yo, dude, like, I had this urologist, like, friend in Calgary. I'm going to send him the pictures first, this older doctor. And so he sent them the ultrasound, and the guy was like, don't do anything to him, I want to see this kid first. So yeah, so the doctors told me to buy tight underwear just to give it support. And then, yeah, went all the way back to Calgary. So going to the eologist, man. Eologist? Ur- urologist. 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 What's a so urologist? It's like a penis specialist. Penis time. Yeah, penis right. Yeah. <laughs> urologist. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it was like... Some that would be an interesting job. Dude, it was like... Was it dicks? All man, day? All saving day. dicks. Saving them. Saving them. It was like a movie, man. Going in there, it was like all the hottest nurses you can imagine. It was like something in a movie. Like every nurse is just like really young and cute. And there's like bamboo, like the walls are like all like kind of darker. There's bamboo with like little water fountains. You're just sitting in there. You're like, holy crap. Where am I right now? Right? And you're, meanwhile, you're in like basketball shorts and like you drop down because you don't want anything to touch your balls. And so... <laughs> you, they bring me into this room and it's like this like most peaceful room. It's like a yoga room. You're just like, oh right. And so I remember the nurse and the doctor coming, the doctor was like some young like young guy. And he just came in, sat down, and he's like, Hold this for me. So I have to hold my dick and then just like <laughs> grab my balls and he's just like, Mm-hmm. 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 Just well, feel, you, feel yeah. it. Yeah. And he's like, 
you definitely crack this one in half. Like, by the way you cracked it, I really think it's going to heal. I'm going to give you some painkillers. And he's like, give it two weeks. And if it heals in two weeks, you're good. If not, come back and see me. <laughs> so that was, that was my time with the urologist. Imagine that. And you knew that by touch. Yeah, you just knew that by touch. He's so familiar with grabbing balls. Like, I knew balls, man. He knew balls. He's like massaging. <laughs> he knew balls, man. He's like, he knows my the index balls. and my thumb. He was studied balls. solid. It was loose by the pinky. That means it's all right. <laughs> Imagine going on a date with that guy. He knew it. Yeah. So what do you do? I know balls. Well, you probably know those other things, too. Oh, I mean, <laughs> good hands. It's up good hands. Do you think? Wow. Whoa. Yeah, that's good. So it's all good now. All good now, yeah. Just a lopsided, but we're all good. they wanted to take them off. They, they wanted to, yeah. They wanted to search. I could have been, I could have been one ball D, man. Was that at Royal Inland in Kamloops? Where they said, yeah. to room? Don't trust that fucking hospital. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. That, that's the one that grades by downtown? Yeah. With like, yeah. Never go to that hospital. I know. That's who, there's like the weirdest doctors. Yeah. Well, there's a it's lot of bad physicians. Tons. Tons. I've been to a few. I mean, if anyone's well, listening from this there's, hospital. There's some good ones too. Like, I can't generalize. There's some good. I can't say they're all. No, there's, but there's some, some good doctors and nurses, but I mean, there's also some, some terrible. Yes. Yeah. No, I. That's what happened. The good doctor was the one yeah. that was like, let me send these things. Like, the photos. So if you had listened to the doctor at Royal in that hospital, you'd like the job one nut today. Yeah, man. Fucking one, one nut deep. It's a true pirate, man. I, like, instead of like a peg leg, I just have like a peg nut. A wooden patch. A wooden nut. Here's my wooden nut. Hammock patch. <laughs> I can get different nuts. I carve different wood pieces for my nut. <laughs> you could. Yeah, you could. But you got a real nut. I know. So it looks better. But now they're lopsided. Yeah. Mine are too. No, most, but... most, they're usually <laughs> symmetrical. I don't want them to hang lower. Yeah, that's true. Mine are hanging really low now. Way lower than it used to? Yeah. I mean, if you smash one really good, it kind of... But that's also age too. <laughs> they, they just naturally go down. Yeah, but only hey, one. Yeah, getting old now. <laughs> like I sit when I pee to avoid like getting spray around the toilet. I sit. It's I, trust me. I'm I, a huge advocate of sitting. It's cleaner. Get but you know, yeah, my it? balls hang so low that I uh, I piss right off like my balls like a fucking waterfall. It's like cascade. You ever dunk them? Those toilets that fill up too much and you sit down, your balls actually touch the water. No, not my balls. Sometimes, like, Wait, if, if you wake up in the middle of the night, your balls. So there's only one other thing that could touch. The well, if you wake up in the middle of the night with with wood, and you have to like <laughs> squat down, like like yeah. lean forward and put it into the oh, pool. but <laughs> touch the porcelain of the toilet. Ooh, sometimes I just do that little shot. Bad news. <laughs> really kind of flattering. And then you freak out and you you stand up a little bit and get cut like, underneath the part of the toilet, like the the base between the rim. <laughs> you do dick goes between and then you sit back down. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what happens in my head. That's what I imagine yeah, I can't, I can't happening. But I, it's never actually happened. But I worry about that happening. No, I'm going to worry about it. I've yeah. never really... Except you get dick Damn, you morning wood. I know these toilets. They're oppressive. Dude, I like sitting too, man. It's fucking great. Man. When you pee? Yeah. Just like the morning piss, just sit down. <sighs> yeah. Damn. I mean, I mean, I'm already right there. It's <laughs> nice to stand too. <laughs> I mean, when I stand, my balls pretty much hang in the toilet, so... Well, I like the urinal. You just step back a little bit and let it flow. Oh, so much fun. Outdoors? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Outdoors. Outdoors. But, like, no outdoor hands. poos? 
Outdoor poos. Right. Do you like outdoors a lot? Yeah, camping, yeah. Of course. Right. Grab, a tree. Grab a tree. Grab a tree. Grab a tree. I did a uh, stand-up poo at your static. <laughs> And it comes out good, yeah. Right. If you're yeah. squatting, yeah, that's all. That's the best way to like, do it. Like straight through, push through your heels. Yeah. Oh, it comes out like butter. <laughs> so we're only I mean, like got 17 waffles. minutes in, and we're already talking about poo. Yeah, waffle stomps. Well, it started with balls. Balls. Have you heard of the balls? The description is going to be we we talk about balls, pee, urologist, urologist. Um, what, hey, there's nothing wrong. Have you ever heard right? of the phrase waffle stomped? Waffle stomped. <laughs> yeah. Waffle stomping. <laughs> waffle stomping. Waffle stomping. Waffle <laughs> stomping. Yeah, no, this is all Wedman. You know, you can't even tell a story about Wedman. What's waffle stomping? You're in the shower. <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta go. You just, you just gotta fucking. You just, you can't. Okay. You, you can't make it. You're like whatever. Right over. Right over the drain. Stop her down. Come <laughs> <laughs> with your toes. <laughs> Never done the waffle. <laughs> no, either, but. Uh, but you just pictured it in your head. So did everybody listen to this? Just pictured it in their head, <laughs> dropping it right over, right over the drain. So the water starts pooling up. It starts getting soupy. Kind of like like yeah, a chunky yeah. stew. Like a and then stew. just stomp it and it's going between your toes like a. Ooh. It's kind of gritty. You might get some grit in there. Kind of a little corn. But, uh, a little corn out of the toe in the morning. <laughs> Go for the skin. But I wouldn't know. I'm just describing this. <laughs> That's a good word. Waffle stomp. Waffle stomp. <laughs> waffle stomp your face. <laughs> I didn't use it. That'd be terrible to get waffle stomped. I, would, I wouldn't want to get waffle stomped. I wouldn't want anybody I know to get For it to be a stomp. true waffle stomp, you would have to have a, a, a screen or, or like a grate over your face. <laughs> Possibly. Like, like a filter. <laughs> well, you could use your teeth as the filter, right? And then stomp it into their mouth. <laughs> yeah, I guess teeth. And then be, for uh, water, just piss all over them. I mean, it would. You, that's a, that, that'd be a waffle stomp. stomp. <laughs> yeah, that's a waffle stomp. Man, guy cut us off in traffic on the way here and Mike did that to him. <laughs> waffle stomp. Waffle stomp. <laughs> Shit in his teeth. Piss on his face. That was an asshole. He fucking deserved it. <laughs> Don't mess me, man. Don't Shit, mess that's me. like next level curb. Curb stomp. Like <laughs> curb stomp. Fuck the curb. This is 2013. It's like getting, your, it's like getting your teeth punched out in jail and now you're just club gums. I remember when Jordan, remember Jordan, got, uh, he got stabbed? Yeah. At my house. house. Was at your house? I went up to him like uh, like a few months later, and I heard about what happened, and I saw him, he had a big scar on his face, so I was like, oh, what's up, Scarface? <laughs> and he took it all personally, he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck did you say? Really? You call me Scarface? <laughs> no, I'm, I was joking. <laughs> Did she punch his yoke? I'm sorry, I'm sorry if it's not funny. Yeah. Jordan Cole, smash! <laughs> it was at your house? Yeah. It was at my house? It was at uh, White Trash... White Trash Bash? White Trash Bash, 2007? 8? Some of that? Jeez. Yeah, it was at my house. That's the first party I had at the place. It's yeah. going good. You know, I had... There's like... 80 to 100 people. Yeah, it was packed my house. And just a random showed up, started some shit, I kicked him out. Next thing you know, there was a brawl in the street, Jordan gets stabbed in the face and in the chest. 
Whoa. Oh yeah. And like cut face him. and the chest. Cut him like right under his mouth, right at the corner of his mouth, down to where his jawbone is. And in the chest, it was a few inches, I think it was like an inch from his heart. So if it would have just been like one little... Because he lifted over. though. Because he lifted so much, man. Like, does he lift, man? Oh. Jordan Coles, do you lift? Um, <laughs> I think that's the dumbest question anyone has ever but because Jordan Coles, do you lift? Because he was like so muscly. Like, when he said, like, like they didn't know that he got stabbed in the chest. And then, like, apparently, like, they set him down in a wheelchair. And, like, when he relaxed, it was it just, just like. Like, cause, oh, my yeah, because like, like when he was like walking, like he's just so buff, man. He's just like so ripped that like, pressure. It, was, like it was like pressure to like, like flexing the whole thing. When he sat down and relaxed, it was like he was like right through the pec muscle. Oh, like it caught him like right, like probably was it like an inch and a half, two inches below the collarbone, like right in down through his like pec. Oh my god! And he didn't even feel that. No, he did. He was on the street. He thought he got punched in the face. Like his whole face went numb. So it cut a nerve in his face. Right. His face went numb. He's like, he just, like, the warm feeling, like, oh, he just got hit. He thought he got hit with, like, brass knuckles or something. And then he just, like, got into the house, and he looked down and just fucking soaked in blood. Like, my house was just, like, where they cleaned him up, that whole room in the spare bathroom was, like, to the ceiling all the way to the floor. Just blood all over. Oh, my God. Wee! That's a party! That's how we do. That's how we do. No, it's <laughs> terrible, terrible series of events. And people that we didn't know Which one you left the beer? Just showed up. Not me. I think that was you. That's no. Me. I think you put you put that down and I thought it was done and I gave you another one. Mm-hmm. And I have two double fisting. Yeah. Double fisting. Well, well Jordan calls much respect. Love that guy. I didn't mean anything when I said uh what's up, Scarface. I guess you were still sensitive because you got stabbed in the face. <laughs> My bad. Uh but Jordan's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, like the dude, man. The he, used, he used it for motivation to do the re- everything yeah. he's done since. Like it's, yeah. it's good to see. Like he took it the right way. Dude, like yeah. him doing like uh, the bodybuilding like thing. Yeah. Like, dude, like I've never seen him like so like positive, man. Like he's just like really juicing. He's really happy. It's cool to see, man. Well, that's what he's done him. all his whole life. It's yeah. just like just get positive about shit. Like he's just like motivated and. I wonder if he's positive on that cap that I went. I drove by <laughs> that cap. Fun stuff. The fun stuff. I drove by that cap and I was like, Jordan jumped that like just straight at it. Oh, crap, yeah. man. The fun stuff gap is the hugest gap. <laughs> the, every I think still like the joke with me and Joey is like, where are we going skating? Let's take take me to fun stuff. <laughs> just take me to fun stuff gap. Yeah, I think I got it. Seven twenty. <laughs> just like, man, it's so big. It's at the beginning of Okay Buddy. And he also tried it in Illusion. Yeah, twice. In an old video. Dude, like... And he... When he did it, he invited, like, his whole family. Like, his grandma was there. <laughs> his mom, his little brother. Like, you can see them in the background. He invited them all, and he went out. <laughs> he went out the, the night before, and he just got trashed. <laughs> so, in the morning. And he was trashed. He's like, Come on, I'm gonna jump this gap tomorrow be there. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be happening. <laughs> Calling his grandma and shit. <laughs> he shows up in the morning all hungover like, holy fuck, this is huge. <laughs> <laughs> it is huge, man. Oh, man. Like, it's so big. Like, how do you get speed for it? Well, it's got a nice big hill run up. Because a cut to it. Yeah. Like, you can bomb to that gap. Oh, man. But it's so long and so high. Like, it, I don't... 
understand why someone would try to do that. <laughs> Twice. 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 Yeah. I want to see the third one. Man, it's Jordan, okay. If you're listening. Man, you third one. Step up. In, in a Speedo. Yeah. Right after it all glazed up, like after a show with tanned and like glistening <laughs> muscles and blades. I want to see Jordan land it. Just like, fuck yeah. Stop it. Stop it. And then like, just like, rip like a tree out of the ground. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> Rip his grandma in two. <laughs> That was a, like, do you remember in, in OK Buddy at the very beginning when I puke? Yeah. Standing, that was the same day that he tried that cat <laughs> to give you an idea of how this Like, we partied hard the night before. Man, do you, remember the, do you remember the one time that me, Karma, and Jason came here and all we drank at, uh, oh, what was that bar we had all the contests at? Max. The masks. You remember when we all drank fireball, just shots of fireball? Oh, beaver. Yeah, I swear to God, that, was that the, guy that just was, destroys me every time I go over there. Oh, maybe that was the first phone party where I pissed in the dance floor. <laughs> oh, those phone parties. <laughs> Everyone pisses. <laughs> of course. Piss. <laughs> but you learn, you learn the next year to wear a bathing suit. First year, you're wearing your normal clothes and you're just like, yeah, fucks, you gotta whip it out. <laughs> Thinking the foam's thinking the foam's covering you, but realize, realizing that the foam's only up to your knees, and so you just like dick. Just... Or you press right against the see-through plastic wall that was barrier. You can't fucking see me. You were wearing khakis. Oh, <laughs> a terrible idea. Never learn, boys. <laughs> any any of you out there, if you ever go to a foam party, bring a bathing suit. You just piss when you want. Just let it burn. Knowledge. <laughs> That's amazing. Like it's like swimming. Fuck. We should we should create like drinking diapers. <laughs> we should. Like ultra absorbent man man diapers. It's just a diaper, more like a bottle or a bag. You know, you don't want to sit and stew in it. You don't want to drain off to some other place. Like a like a, a leg. You can just give yourself a catheter, just like a catheter. Yeah. Just oh, like Randy had a piss bag. Yeah. He broke yeah. his dick. Catheter. Yo, Randy. Where's your urethra, man? Randy did. That was the craziest thing I've ever had to experience. Did you see it? Oh, well, yeah. I, I had to call his parent. Man. How did he do it? Um, we used to skate this, like, high handicap rail at Mount Royal. And so, like, he was just doing porn to top acid, like, switch top acid. And it's like his switch up. He does it all the time. So you got home porn, and you went to go to top acid. And so, but if you nut yourself, like, your feet don't touch the bottom, so it's like a higher rail. So he just, like, he went for full commitment to him. And said, like, this is a switch up he does all the time. And it's just like, he wasn't even expecting it. Just like, ding, off the balls. And sweatpants. And, yeah, and sweatpants. So, like, fucking just ringed the balls. So it was like a normal nutting. He got up, he's like, oh, and we're like, oh, that was a good one. So we went to Wendy's, and, like, he was just, like, sitting at the table looking like he saw a ghost. And so we're making jokes about, like, bleeding and stuff, and... Anyways, he puts his hand down his pants, and he pulls his hand up, and we're like, oh, and then we realize and that his hand's full of blood, and he just runs to the bathroom, and we're just like, oh my god, like, what's going on, what's going on? And he comes out, and it looks like he just seen a ghost. And all he said to me was like, I gotta go to the hospital now. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> in the car we go, I'm like, let's go to the hospital, right? And he's just sitting in my car the whole time, just stunned, just like, he just saw a ghost. 
And so get him to the hospital. He said, my buddy nutted himself. He needs to go in. And they put him in a room, and calling his parents. And when calling his parents, like they, I guess they had to like shove a tube up his like, urethra, urethra yeah, yeah, yeah. like to get it unplugged right away to start draining it. Catheter. Um, so, so like as I'm talking to his parents, telling them that their son nutted himself and he's in the hospital, he, he they put it in, and I've never heard a scream from like one of my friends, just like, ah, ah, like him looking at us like, oh my oh, god, pencil in your dick. Oh, while you're on the phone with your <laughs> mom. I was, yeah, I was just like, oh my god. Like, no, that was someone else. That was someone else. <laughs> you can talk to your grandma drunk at the bar before you go to do a big gap, but while they're inserting the catheter, and that's a different story. Randy had to wear the catheter for like half a year, or maybe longer. For a long time. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to the bar with him, and he's just had to empty his piss bag out. Yeah, I remember he, he, he used to jerk off in that bag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Randy. Doing the splits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, splits up and down. Okay. One of the, yeah. <laughs> Just to give you the context, one of our friends discovered that it felt good when he jerked off to do the splits. Oh, yeah, everyone should try it out there. Do the splits. He says it opens up your hips. Broken ball, broken dick. Broken dick. Splits while jizzing. Stabbed in the face. Pee. Stabbed in the face. There's Milwaukee. a threat. Old Milwaukee, the girl in the can. Yeah, I mean, there's there's things that can connect here, but there's a common thread. <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't mind breaking that thread. I mean, step it aside. Every moment is a new one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, <laughs> no waffle stumps go silent. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> I'm gonna try something new right now. All right. I'm gonna try a waffle stump. <laughs> we're, gonna pop, we're gonna take this podcast. <laughs> Shit. Wafflestump.com. <laughs> you guys see if that's taken? It's probably there. I wouldn't go to it. But I think no. It's like blue waffle. Don't. Don't go to blue waffle. Don't. Don't. Hopefully they threw that guy in jail. What's blue waffle? Yeah, hopefully they threw him in jail. That's all I can say. What's blue waffle? I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, you're pointing at the computer. Yeah, you can... No, I'm not typing that one in. I mean, I hope, I hope it's gone. <laughs> you're interested, eh? You're interested. Blue waffle. B-L-U-E A-F-F-L-E dot So, no one go to this yet. Enter. And... Is it... Oh, good. It's gone. It's gone. Nice. It's gone. I'm glad. So, what was it? What was it? Oh, it's... I'm I'm glad it's gone. (laughs) I'm glad it is gone. That redirected to a really weird... (laughs) It redirected to a57e.com. Came from Russia. Russia. Not quite sure. Blue, blue we'll waffle. Just take everything we talked about before, put it into one image, <laughs> and then put it on the internet. That's the blue waffle. Busted. Dick. <laughs> waffle stump. Waffle stump. Old Milwaukee. It's old Milwaukee. <laughs> Stabbings. And stabs. Yeah. That's a crazy night, man. That's like you better you better get like three digits for that one. I'm only doing this for a hundred grand, okay?
<laughs> All right, do you know your blue waffle in? Yes. Get it on your game? Remember, I wanted to do a website called One Guy No Cup, and it would just be me or someone I hired to just pee in their own mouth. It'd be One Guy No Cup. Yeah, what's crazy is Kenny has this water bottle. <laughs> like, he has this water bottle that, it's like, um, he, you can, like, just fill it with any water and it, like, filters it right away. What's it called? Like, I don't know, it's like a $300, like, uh, water like bottle. Something like yeah, I don't know if it's nano, but and so apparently you can piss in it. Micro filter. You can't do it too much, but like it's for like survival. So like, say like if you have to, you can piss in it, and then you can drink it right after, and it's filtered like perfect. Filter everything out really? except for salts. It seems like salts and anything like poisonous. So if you get, I guess to a, like a stream somewhere, and you don't want to pick up whatever bacteria viruses, filters all that out. You suck up water, pump it. It's pretty piss sweet. Piss in it's it, handy. pump it. Three hundred dollar water bottle. But it works. It's helped sometimes. Crazy filter on it, yeah. It's like you have to get a lot of pressure to push it through the filter, but that's handy. Yeah, we've gone that's on hikes up to like remote lakes, just still lakes, completely yeah. still, like ones you wouldn't want to drink from. Yeah, he throws his bottle in there, drink the water. Nice, completely fine. Something that like that reminds me of like something that tripped me out a lot. Once, um, I had like a, a bag of cat shit from <laughs> from do, emptying the litter. Again, it goes back to, to poo, but I had a bag of cat shit, and it was sitting outside on the deck for, like, a long period of time, and I came back, like, a couple days later, and there was condensation on the bag, like, big beads of water on the top of the bag, and then it hit me that when, when a cat takes a shit, the water that is in that shit evaporates. And it goes up into the clouds, and then it rains, and it goes into the river, and then it goes into our water supply, and then we drink it. The same water mo- molecules. Yes. <laughs> we drink our- so you're drinking shit? We're drinking shit, but, man. And water doesn't matter. Pretty memory. much how much memory. Like, do you- Pretty much every drop of water that we drink has been all over the place like it's been yeah. in a cat's anus it's been in a slime tunnel it's been in like, <laughs> a slime tunnel <laughs> when you consume water when you consume anything yeah same with the air like, I guess <laughs> breathing you're breathing other yeah. people's breath other people's farts other people's methane breath yes. breath yeah bre- well breath is it because you breathe it's circulates. You breathe yeah. in oxygen yeah. and out carbon dioxide. Yeah, but you take in more than just the oxygen. Right, and you take you breathe out more than just the carbon dioxide. Because like when you're underwater, what's the thing when you're underwater with two people and you can survive longer if you like. Oh, breathe back, breathe and, forth. back yeah. and forth. Yeah, it's the air movement through your lungs, but you only use so like a certain percentage of the oxygen, so you can go right. back and forth and recycle it. But you can't do that for very long. No. But you can actually take breaths. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. I imagine being I'm like in the submarine with like your best friend and goes down. <laughs> She's like you and your best friend, and you're like, the only way we're surviving is French kissing, man. It's lock lips with your buddy. <laughs> oh man, those extra four minutes, totally worth it, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't long way to go, go out. <laughs> you have to like make sure they don't breathe like 
they take a breath and just hold it and have to say like suction cup together. Just make an own hardcore. It's and actually just, just it's actually start just puking <laughs> and drinking each other's blood. <laughs> well, you're going down anyway, fucking yeah. might as well light the might shit. As well. <laughs> Live it up. Party on away. Party on guys. <laughs> We're gonna die someday. Someday, yeah. It happens. It happens to everything. I hope I'm like nine years old and I can just flip myself off a mountain. Just like, go on a hike and be like, hey, grandpa, and just be like, hey, <laughs> off a mountain, man. <laughs> <laughs> just put on a wingsuit with zero experience and you're like 120 years old. And call it your grandpa. Just jump off the highest cliff in the world. Be like, if I survive this, then I just, I'm like, convinced that I'm just never going to die. <laughs> exactly. I live for Hey, what would you do what if the, you didn't die? <laughs> what the fuck would you do with your life? Like, huh? That train? That's yeah, a train-proof suit. Let's test this one out. Like, what do you do next? You Try just harder. you basically jumped out of the sky with no experience with wings. Man. Go! I made it. I tell you. Now what? If you sur- if you survive <laughs> that, I go again. <laughs> man, if you survive that, I'll tell you what you do. You walk to the middle of the road. Everyone's stunned that you're still alive. Swoop down your pants. Do the splits and just start jerking off right there. Nine years old. Doing the splits, jerking off. People would just start clapping like a slow, <laughs> slow, like, slow, slow. <laughs> Someone would show up with a violin. <laughs> But <laughs> some like those wingsuit dudes, like they did that. Like, but how do you practice to do a wingsuit? Yeah, you well, just jump well, in a wing tunnel. tunnel, like wind tunnel. In a really, I wonder how they did. Well, like, yeah. like, you could probably do it with a parachute on. Because mm-hmm. they have those small parachutes. They they do have parachutes. I think no, not with their no, no, no. They how do they suit. how do they land? They pull it when they land. That's with how they the land. Parachute. parachute. Yeah. But I mean, to get. To get kind of the feel of the speed and how it's going to handle and what kind of suit you need, they probably did it with a smaller parachute first, and then so it slowed them down enough so they can test it, and then you just pull the big one and you want to land, and then just no parachute, or just no parachute from the beginning. What's the worst thing? You pull your other parachute. Exactly. Yeah, you just do it from a high enough level where you have that buffer. So maybe that was it. Oh, this isn't working out. Yes. Pull pull the chute. That shit would be fun. I I want to get a wingsuit. Man, wingsuit would be amazing. If you got good at wingsuiting and you had the skills on on your blades that you do, oh, you could land and pull your shoe at the and, same time and go on a wingsuit and like fly to another. You could land latest gaps. I don't know. Imagine wearing a Batman no. fucking outfit while doing that. Wait a minute. Could you have two parachutes, right? Two parachutes. So you're skate off something while fucking flying, fly halfway across the world, pull the fucking parachute. Land just before you're ready to land. Get rid of it. Skate off another drop, and then fly again, and then pull the parachute. Second parachute. You could. It's like two fucking flights, or multiple flights. If you like landed in a mega mega round, something, like something awesome, like start round, just fucking launch you to nothing. So say you just dropped in from like an airplane, like into the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> just why could you skate off? That's really high that you can wingsuit off like that have to be pretty high 
cliff mountain. Yeah. Some sort of, like you couldn't like Grand Canyon you might be able to. You but build like, Man, a speaking of that cliff. Did you guys see Wake Shetman do a sixteen something? Was it 16? I saw Roman do like double yeah. cork, whatever it is. Wake Shetman, somebody like some kind of crazy spin. Wake Shetman just did like a sixteen something. What is a six, 16 Six, something? Fifty and a half. So ten eighty. What could that be? Twelve sixty. Fourteen forty. Something like that. Fourteen forty. I'm not doing math here. No, I'm just yeah. So it's like four and a half spins. I guess four and a half. And then like yeah. I was reading the comments. Four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Because ten eighty is three, right? How. This is too up for that. I don't know, man. It's crazy. So I was reading the comments, and then there's this guy that's like, figure skaters do it on the ground, on the ground, on the flat ground, without a mega ramp. And I was like, no, they don't. Yeah, they do. Not 16, like 16 no. No, no, there's the most Quads, quad. Yeah. Quad is what? Like 12, and, that, and that's when my like mom 12. used to watch it when I was living back at home. No, there's no one she doing past. I love figure skating. Man, that's why she likes me. Someone show me, for some some, reason. Someone show me a figure skater doing it past this quad. What is a quad? Quad's four. So that's four, a 16... Four full spins? Four, yeah, three, four full spins. Four, really? I guess. Whoa, that's crazy. Think about four full spins, a quad, yeah. On flat ground? On flat ground, yeah. Flat ground. They start fakey, though. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch Figure it. Figure skating quad. They, they start backwards. They always start backwards. Figure. Yeah. And I've always noticed that doing spins, it's easier to do fakey spins. Like, I, I learned Figgy 3 before 4 3. I never figured out Figgy 3. I just, man, this is processed to me right now. So, a quad is a figure skating jump with four or more, but fewer than five revolutions. Most quadruple jumps have exactly four revolutions. So, well, they, they provide one down. That's four times 360. Yeah. 360s. Calculator. Four. Times three sixty. Fourteen forty on flat. On yeah. flat. Fake. Holy crap! They usually start fake. I think they do. Maybe, Maybe not. Maybe I'm completely wrong and I'm not remembering this correctly. But so the six, so sixteen hundred would be four and a half. Wow. So Wake Chapman, yeah, started forwards and landed fakey. Yes. That's impressive. It is impressive, but I just realized that it's really hard to keep, like. That's mega ramp shit. Yeah, yeah. I I want to skate a mega ramp. That'd be oh, yeah. dude, it'd be, be amazing. So would I. That'd be sweet. I mean, it'd be really scary. Though, uh, to me, so like it would be it. more scary to hit the massive uh, quarter pipe at the end. At yeah. the end. Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be the most. Scary. Especially if you're landing fakey. I don't know. I that's one skill I haven't got. Launching out of quarter pipes, fakey. Oh fuck that! Not like it. 25-foot quarter pipe. Like, what the hell? I don't get it. That that shit scared the fuck out of me. I've been skating for almost 15 years. That yeah. still scares the hell out of me. I hate quarter pipes. Launching fakey straight up? Just fakey air? Dude, we, we just did a big air demo for Sun and Salsa Fest where you got like a, a three-foot high kicker with like probably like a 20 to 30-foot gap in between, like just a gator pit. And so we, bought, we got a whole bunch of like pallets, set of pallets 12 feet wide, Made a ramp that was 15 So when you say long. gator pit, you just mean like empty? Empty, like empty. Like empty, just, and just then like wall to wall with a little yeah. landing. Yeah, and, like how, and how we had to get speed was we set up Kenny's bungee to the, we tied it to the van. We got, we busted the lock open to like open up the street. 
So we got like two guys to pull it back and we launched with the bungee to this jump to get speed for it. So at first it was like a smaller jump that we could skate to it or like the bungee wasn't open at first or our first demo was alright. So I tried like Misty Flip and I haven't done like, I've landed maybe one Misty Flip, two Misty Flips ever in my life. And uh, so I try and miss it and like everyone else is killing it, right? So then it gets bigger and we get the gate open and I actually bitch out because I was like, because I, I, I won't do this show, I'm going to film it. Like I'll film, I'll film the show. Because it was so big, man, like it was so huge. And I was just like, holy crap, like, you know, and so the boys do the demo and I film it. And so our third demo, I was just like, man, how long have I been blading for? I've been blading forever, man. And I was like, I can do this. And like, you know, the guys are just like, dude, like, we've seen you do it. Like, just relax. Ryan Rue, he came up, he's just like, dude, I've seen you do all these tricks. Like, he's like, just relax. Let the speed take you. So... Go fucking back. <laughs> I go, so like I do the I do the third show, man. Man, like pushed it, man. Like launch into this, man. I hit it, you know, a couple errors first, you know, three sixty, like one eighty, three sixty. Then I was just like, I'm just gonna go for the misty flip, man. And so like with that with that much <laughs> with that much air, man. Just like launched with that much air. I fucking landed it, man. I landed it. I landed a misty flip, but I just like hucked it over like the, it was the biggest gap I ever launched and so I just like it was like a mini like big air demo show so just launched Misty Flip landed it and I was like whoo but you had so much time and air it was wicked but it was only like a three foot launch yeah but it was just because like the speed that you had oh, oh was it a launch you over eight feet was it a straight like, bang or was it no like a launch we made, we made like a launch, like, launch like, like Sean Unman like, like engineered perfect launch man Whoa. You guys were smart. You went up the night before, you set it up up a set of stairs, so launching up a stairs, and then set a flat bank on top, yes. kind of judge how far you're going to go. Like, they measured it all out, mm -hmm. and just, just, out so just how to feel fast you're going to go with the bungee. Like a step up, so we used the sense. bungee to launch off, so we set it up, like, at the bottom of, like, a eight set of stairs. Nice. So, then that way, like, when we launch, we could try some tricks, but, like, we're just, yeah. like, we're landing, like, a lot lower. Yeah. Got used to the ramp and the like stuff. Learn how to do it. Yeah. Where was this demo? At the Sun Salsa Fest in Calgary. So it was like in Ken in Kensington. Yeah. So they shut down like the whole area of Kensington. Just had like a huge street festival type of thing. So there's like dancing, bikes, cars, food, like everything. So it's just like people. So I thought I heard the vacuum for a second. I was like, Yeah, it's Push the babies. <laughs> No, Clean, cleanliness. Yeah. No, it's, it's a sweet life. It's a sweet little festival. Yeah, she works hard. <laughs> so there was a lot of people watching this? Oh, yeah, man. Like a thousand? Nice. So, okay, you did this this demo. Was there like someone on the microphone? Or, like, yeah, Kenny. Like, Kenny on the microphone. Yeah, we needed lots of men. Like, we needed someone. At every event, there needs to be announcers. Yeah. And, like, you gotta relate to people that do the sport and you have to relate to the people that don't do the sport and that's what we've been lacking like yeah. when you guys when you used to do pop contests and announce it dude those are the best because there was character people could really relate to it when you have no one talking no one knows what's going on totally. and so like with a with an announcer you give direction it kind of gives people a focus and a place to be like oh here's to look out for oh I like this guy like oh you, you get to interact with the crowd and the skaters and get 
know, right? Yeah. So like, and and they share their expertise. Yes. They educate and they and tell you why this is exciting. Exactly. Well, and the yeah, one good thing necessary. this year pop contest, um, Nate asked Sean Unwin and Riley Mariana to do the announcing. Nice. And I was like, dude, like, that's what we've been lacking. It's like every other comp sucks because there's nothing going on. It's yeah, just like yeah. it's just like a big skate session. It's just like, okay, like everyone just skate. Oh, three hours is up. Here's the winner. You know, like they have to have some like excitement to it, a little bit of structure to it. And that's what really like makes people enjoy coming out to these things. You know, totally. does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And not just bladers, but like normal people too. Like yeah. it's as simple as being like, hey guys, like when you see a guy spin more spins, that's harder than like a single spin. You know, doing a trick backwards down a rail is harder than sometimes doing a trick forwards down a rail. Yeah. You know, just give them an idea of what totally. what's going on. It would almost be yeah, it would be almost be easier to announce like a demo with with one object. Yes. Oh, Ken, Ken did good though because like he did it like kind of like really a fun. superstar. Like you know, like we we really broke it down into like three. Did he, did he take his shirt off? <laughs> I should have. No, he didn't. Though. But we did like in three steps, like. When we used to do demos with the crazy crew, we kind of do like easy tricks first. You don't you don't put it all all your like eggs in one basket. Exactly. You like kind of just start off a couple layers because to normal yeah. people Trust just launching that yeah to normal people launching just huge like they're like whoa that's crazy right yeah so you just start off a couple layers one eighties and stuff you know Ken kind of does an introduction then you move to second round go on to like three sixties and five forties and stuff. And then you move on to the third and fourth round. Third and fourth, maybe like 720, or like, you know, maybe like backflip, or like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, then, and then like fourth round, like, fourth round, you know, I'm out. I'm like, I already did my misty flip, so fuck, like, I'm good. And then Ryan Rue goes and just like, he does, what do you do? A Barani, like, oh no, flat spin five. Flat spin five. Yeah, so like, backwards, it was crazy, man. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah. Look good, Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. But you gotta work it in a routine and then like people are so interested, like to them airs are crazy and then you just yeah. see these guys pushing it, like, holy crap, holy crap, like and then like you see the start getting upside down. When you get upside down, people's heads pop off, like normal people. Like to the normal population when you to, go to upside when you go upside down, down like on anything, like, like people are just like and like I'm not a flipper but like I wish I was really good for like like media purposes of like exposing rollerblading because like when you see people see a guy do like a backflip they're just like whoa <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it got a simple person that's like just good at gymnastics like a backflip and can barely rollerblade and go do a backflip and then we're excited and meanwhile like I can go out like fishing like a 22 star dropper and they're like ah yeah that's okay but like yeah. a kid that can barely roll but does a backflip everyone's just like yeah. <laughs> their brains just go crazy yeah like being uh, upside down upside is scary down. exactly even skating backwards yeah like, used to teach rollerblading same thing Dallas did and you go to schools sometimes that was it that was like that's what the kids wanted to see totally They're like let's see a trick so you start skating backwards to go do something and like whoa they start clapping like no Okay, I'll, I'll go with yeah. this. He's going backwards. Like, backwards. Yeah, they can't believe it. Backwards and then going upside down. Yeah. And jumping over stuff that's not like, a, like below your knee. Jump over anything higher than your knee, people just like, what the yeah. fuck? Put the head yeah, pop up. What the fuck? Man, like working in some neighborhoods in Calgary, like there's different populations of like different people and like 
just some cultures have not been exposed to like sports the way other cultures have, right? So like in Teardale, it's like a, a big Middle Eastern po population, and a lot of them have never seen rollerblades, like or yeah. like yeah, right. And so like um, just even skating backwards, like we have night parties where we set up like lights and bring in like all this case man like you feel like a rock star because like, even just getting backwards through people people are like what like you can do that on rollerblades and you're taking pictures with you you're like you're with the whole family <laughs> man, you're with the whole Skate you're, backwards you're with the whole family everyone's like taking pictures of you they're like we never seen a guy rollerblade this good and all they're doing is skating backwards through people you know like like keeping the flow and they're like like people's heads are just like holy crap I can't believe this happening like like families like like get over here get over here and like take the pictures with the kids cousins friends like grand grandpas you know like holy crap man like, <laughs> you make the yearbook yeah skating backwards <laughs> I can do this all day <laughs> yeah if it, well if you had only seen people kind of like sort like roll kind of getting to skate you know like most so many people when they're on rollerblades they look so uncomfortable because it's such a foreign thing. Yes. It looks so like slow and and weird and awkward. And then to see someone that's so comfortable on skates is just like, what the fuck? Is that? <laughs> like it's alien. It's yeah, like it is. How how is that person doing that? It, it's man, the people that are really good at what they do makes other people's turn their head. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's there's no age gap either. Like you see, if it's if it's a four year old that sees you, or if it's somebody that's eighty, yeah, it's the same, the same sort of expression where they're just dumbfounded, like what the fuck. Like it's yeah. it's cool. Like I'll relate Millennium to like a really good experience here, is like in Calgary we have a population of like one million and over, and like it's a huge skateboard population, and but the city's huge, but man, like we have one skate park for the whole city, so like when we first started skating like you know always with that skateboard rollerblader hate type of thing you know like oh screw booter or whatever but man we just kept pushing through pushing through and it's funny because we know all the best guys now and like it's funny you go to the skate park because like us now like some that people know like we're the bladers we are the bladers of calgary like you know like yeah. they're like oh, yeah, the boys are here you know so you know like it's funny because now you've seen everyone at the park like, I've seen, like, the best skateboarders, the best BMXers, and they've seen us do the craziest shit, like, see oh, yeah. us, like, and it's, like, a respect now, because, like, the guys that used to hate on us, see like, okay, we're, like, 30-year-old men now, and we're still there, and they're, like, holy, oh, yeah, kill it, and rip it, and, like, eat it, and get back up, and keep going, and they're just, like, wow, these guys are dedicated, right, and so now it's really cool, because there's a really cool vibe at the park where everyone respects each other, you know, like, there's some guys that don't, like, rollerblading or BMXing or BMXers that don't like skateboarding and rollerblading type of thing but they don't hate but like like the good ones don't hate but they like sometimes don't give respect they still watch they're like these guys like can thrash the park you know yeah. so it's really cool it's cool to see like a park progress from like from a group of people always hating 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 to being like whoa like everyone can kill the skate park. that's the cool thing about skate parks that, mm -hmm. that exact story happened at our park where at first it was like all the animosity and bullshit and, and then eventually like they saw what we could do we saw what they could do and it was just like respect across the board and it's just like a fun vibe when you go there yeah because all the best people just have respect for each other even sessioning with them yeah shit. it's like, like oh, oh shit this guy's here like, <laughs> exactly. damn like you give him the nod <laughs> you're like what up like hey 
And, and it's a good feeling, yeah. you know? Because ultimately, like, it's people. It's just, like, really yeah. gifted people that are passionate about what they do. Like, who cares what vehicle they're using to do it? It's, like, good for you. Like, you're enjoying your life and you're doing something that you love. Fuck yeah. Like, whatever. It would be... you got to be ignorant. Anyone need a beer? I would love one. Yes. Another brunette. Another, another brunette. I love the brunette. For a bit, I need to make room for this one. Since 1934, boys. <laughs> oh, Mike's taking a peeper. Yo, if we could play a song for a quick intermission, what song would you play for an intermission? For an intermission? What song? What song would the audience like? What song? ACDC. It's a long what about? way to the top if you, you want to rock and roll. roll. It's my theme song. It's, it is a long way to the top. Oh, fuck, man. It is a long way to the top. If you keep pushing, good things happen. Yeah. Hell's bells, thunderstruck. Highway to hell. Thunderstruck. Back in black. Hmm. TNT. TNT. Let's play that one for the hearing, like the explosion. Meth lab's exploding tonight. Todd? <laughs> it's your fault. There's an explosion. <laughs> We'll be back in two minutes. Hopefully <laughs> soon. Podcast 152. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh Lord, I can feel you coming. Is it coming in the end? <laughs> coming in the air tonight? <laughs> I can feel you coming in my ass tonight. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, well, like when you're when the football team's running, I would like to play, and he's running beside them, and you have your curly hair, you just hang your shirt off, and you're so up, and you're just like jogging. That's in Circus Soleil, right? Uh, bed and base. Bed and base. Oh, man. That's one of my favorite clips of all time. It's just like the football team running out all marching, and then like you ring beside them, like game time. The perfectly set shot. Like, <laughs> we hired that football team. Did you? <laughs> I had to pay him each 50 bucks. That was an expensive shot. Expensive shot. <laughs> you see Eddie in the same shot? One of the football players while they're running out falls. Yeah. <laughs> and another guy like helps him That's like, okay, that's like the other clip where you're, you guys are at a festival, a music festival, and it's you and Mason. 
and there's kids like swinging around a thing, and we come out of the porta potty, <laughs> and there's <laughs> never that one just a sheet. One of the kids in the background just like flies up, <laughs> and just like himself. It's so hard. <laughs> talking about like when you film for Joey you just know it's going to a good place exactly (laughs) that's like the only reason that's still rollable yeah it's because like I have to I got Joey to film with yeah man I gotta like when Joey has this like filming you you're just like okay like this is serious blading man this is serious blading I actually gotta take it serious what the hell (laughs) my whole career has been blading and I'm gonna take it serious what the hell (laughs) totally yeah. That's how I feel. Same as Randy Ewing, man. When Randy, you're just like, there's like a game face to him. He's like, you just know he's not going <laughs> to fuck up the shot. Like, it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. And, and you like, know that, like, he's going to go home and he's going to mm-hmm. capture the footage or, like, save it onto a disc, put it in the cloud or whatever, and actually edit it into, like, a, a good video. Yeah. Man. Randy and... Randy and Joey. Oh, Riley. Riley was good back in the day. Riley was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's a really good creative mind. Like, he's he's a good vision for things, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Riley, get back to editing. Yeah, Riley, get back to editing. If you listen to this podcast somehow, though, for to two hours. That would but be interesting. How, how long have we been? One hour. Riley, if you've somehow made it to one hour in this podcast, start editing again. Yes. There's something, like, as an editor, as a filmer editor, you can make things even better than they actually are. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Videos have that power to, if you marry it with the right music, the right clips before and after, and you can make something better than it was. Like, you can enhance life. Something can be awesome, and then you can make it just... Even awesomer. Even awesomer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like... It's like Joey's lifestyle shots, like all your guys' lifestyle shots, but like how he puts them together. It's very awesome. Yeah. The right mood, the right... A lot of emotion. Oh, I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's crazy when you've done like something for so long and you work at it. Like, you know what's good and you know what's bad. You know what you'll take. Like, you know, like, we, like we starting to film really good in Calgary now, but like nothing like Joey and like Randy, you know? nothing but like I wish but at the same time like you take what you got like when you don't have those special keys and you keep going and try your best but yeah you guys are lucky here <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm lucky I'm lucky to yeah there's like no other role letters in Calum like Joey and I are the only people <laughs> James left what about Josh Robinson he's around I, I think unless he's in Vancouver hmm to hit him up Josh yeah did you let this scene die well I left I'm no, not just kidding, scene, kidding, so yeah I'm kidding, I abandoned it I put that on you man you're here to start a new revolution man of awesomeness always yeah yeah it's a so, slow revolution but we are pro- causing a revolution you gotta, come, you gotta come to Calgary you already have 
I mean, yeah, you yeah. started a revolution. Actually, yeah, we're both, this is why we're out oh, here. Yeah. yeah, you started a revolution. Mm-hmm. This is why we're out here. You, start, you started pop contest. No, we didn't start pop, co- pop contest. I didn't start pop contest. Mark Armitage. Well, uh, you, and you Adeline, Adeline Inland started pop contest. They used the, the popularity word that we created. But you became a good image being an announcer. Right. And so that, those days were amazing. They were. Um, I know how tiring that was for you, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, at the same time, those were the best ones because that's what contest needs. Is yeah. They need a director, and you were the director of all the pop contests. The announcer is yeah. who. And, and 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 it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Announcing yeah. those like the glory days, like the two thousand like. What was the year when you won that massive gap? Was that the first year or second? Yeah. Second, I didn't, I didn't think it was second. How was that? That one though, I helped you. The slingshot did you in. It was, it's gotta be like the second one. So that wasn't the first. Yeah, the second one was awesome. Where my skate fell off on the one too. <laughs> like, I fell into the crack. Oh yeah. Off. On the gap? Yeah. yeah, exploded. Like skates just <laughs> off his feet. Like both <laughs> of them. No, just one. Just one. Just like how the fuck does foot. that happen? Yeah, how does that happen? Gone. Yeah. It was like off your foot. That's but I've seen you skate before razors? and like lose your shit and you like you'll kick what a kind skate of off. That? Razors. Pretty sure you had razors. Yeah. They're like super sloppy ass razors. <laughs> but they're like way too big for your foot. I don't know. Man, you should see my subs right now, man. Like, it's funny working for a shop promoting like Roll lights in the best way. You have the worst. So like, I have the worst gear. Like teaching people, like you should see. But I love it. Like I have ultimate control. People like, okay, like, I can roll blade. But at the same time, you should see my shit. Jeez, <laughs> your big wheel setup. Like the whole toe on. What's it? Your right toe is just gone on this game. Just fucking, it's gone for a long time now. The toe is gone. The toe. The toe it's like toe. it's like from the big toe down to the bottom of the baby toe, just like gone. Gone. Whatever. The wheels are coned all to one side. So just, you see the liner. Yeah, oh, yeah. All and then I have a hole through my liner so you can see my toe. <laughs> you can actually see your toe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how? How? Like uh, the worst. You have the worst they just, setup. They just work, man. It's Sometimes it's worse. It's almost worse bearings. Sometimes it's almost better to be in a mind and a body that doesn't give a shit about the gear <laughs> under it than it is to have the best gear. Like sometimes like, if you get yeah. in a zone, like like where sometimes people can think too much about their skates and criticize them too yes. much and be like, oh, my skates kind of suck. Like this, this sound in the bearing is kind of bugging me. It's almost the, it's almost better to just not give a fuck. It's not, it's not the skate, man. It's, it's not the skate. Exactly. But you know the feeling of really good hardware. Yes. Yeah. And that feeling is like, I don't want to go back to like yeah. stone wheels. Exactly. You want, want that. you want, you, that's the thing about getting older is you've, you've experienced really good skates and you know that mm. feeling and you know how well you can perform in it but I wish so Young Bucks oh. like I wish Young Bucks now like kind of had it like that too because you really learn like lessons and you learn how to develop your skating in your mind and like different things like it, it's like a different style of skating like I remember rolling on course like remember rolling on course like, yep. your wheels are just like so worn down you're pretty much on your course you're still <laughs> loving life blading out. you're on you're on course but you're just like you're out every day it's just like can't do crossovers or it's yeah, just all frame. Yeah, and just like, you love the life, you're trying every trick, but now, like, now that, like, I'm a man and, like, have money, <laughs> like, and you can, like, afford stuff, like, I'm like, man, I'm, my wheel wears down a little bit, I'm like, new wheels. <laughs> like, you know, I've got to get new wheels. 
because I really figured out it's not the boot. Um, <laughs> it's the wheels and bearings, man. Like, if you have good wheels and bearings, it'll make your skate feel brand new. Totally. Just even just riding, just like, yeah. But riding it down is really awesome, too. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. We've been doing quite a bit of that in Pascade around Calgary. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of people have gotten Sebas, and a lot of people in Calgary have first with the Celtics. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, it's a group of guys that all just love blading for blading. Um, yeah. Every style of it. Like, you know, there's a reason why they make different styles of skates. There's different styles of inline skating. Doesn't mean you have to do one, man. You just, totally. you do them. There's different ways to do Yeah, you do them all. Enjoy like, it. <laughs> exactly. Like playing roller hockey. Like, we get together once a week and play roller hockey. And it's the funnest thing ever. Like, everyone gets out and it's something different. It's different rollerblading. Um, you're still improving your skills. Like, you're improving, like, your body, your awareness, your reaction time. You know, like, you're, you're learning different skills. You're still Even blading. Technique. And fun. Yeah, technique. Like, like if, if, you, if you skate, if you come out and play hockey with us and your technique is shit, you're so tired you can't even play the game. Like, you're, you're forced to be able to skate properly. Because you're doing end-to-end. Like, there's just rushes at some point. You're, you've been playing for two hours and now we're just rushing end to end. And if you're not in shape and you can't handle the technique, like you're, you're done. You might as well sit on the bench. It's yeah, that's, that is like brutal. That's a workout mm-hmm. playing roller hockey. Oh, yeah. And even like bombing hills and wreck skating. But, re- yeah. but aggressive skating is a workout too. Like yeah. every, there's a reason why there's all different styles. And like, it's kind of hard lately because like, you know, it's as an industry in Canada, we're starting to development we're starting to become just like the snowball's getting bigger and bigger it I'm is excited I'm, I'm fucking excited but we always gotta remember that why we started rollerblading and why we loved it and different phases that we went through so you can never tell anyone to rollerblade a certain way no because like you have to let everyone find out the why they rollerblade and for the reason they rollerblade for like the way exactly. their style of skating you know and you gotta support their style of skating like uh, the experience of it is yeah. so personal exactly the experience of it can be like people can find joy in it in mm-hmm. such strange ways and like by themselves and exactly like, like and I, you can't tell people how that is like they have to discover that on your on their own mm-hmm. it's such like, an isolated them, sport yeah like you, you have you know, like it, let's say just for instance like you have BMXing scootering skateboarding they all have something else it's not attached to you, so you always have to think about the awareness of that. When you're rollerblading, you just think about yourself. Wheels are on your feet, they're attached. You don't have to yeah. think about your skates, they're there. So you're just all into yourself. You don't even have to think about this other object. This is extremely isolated from yeah. everything. Like J-O-ing while doing the splits, man. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like go in any direction you want. You don't have to worry about this other thing, let alone other There's people. nothing outside of you. Yeah. You, be- you become it. Mm-hmm. You become the rollerblades. Exactly. Well, like, it's funny, like, Wednesday night, this Wednesday, like, I, like, when you're on games, you know, like, when you're at a, when you're at a skate session, and you're just, everything's going your way, and you're just hitting everything, you become, like, in a zone. You're just, like, in a zone. And I was, like, in a zone, and DP came up to me, and he's just like, dude, you're like an animal. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, man? And he's like, he's like, you're in your phase where you don't talk to anyone, but you're just fucking killing it. And I was like, 
And I was like, oh, I, I was like, I'm having fun with you guys. Like, I'm just like in a good blade zone. He's like, I know. He's like, I'm not hating it. He's like, but he, there's times that I see you become an animal. Yeah, he's just like, you don't talk to anyone, but yet you're just like focused and like you're hitting everything you want to hit. And he's just like, it's awesome to watch. But he's like, he's like, that's what I'm noticing on you right now. And I was like, oh shit, like, I'm sorry, because on Wednesday nights when I'm trying to be interactive with your homies and talk and but it so feels fun. so good oh, to get dude, in that, yeah, in that zone. On the, in the zone man so yeah. and when you are it's like yeah there's no apologies you just, <laughs> you just gotta, gotta, gotta go with it and snub whoever yeah <laughs> it's just like yeah it feels so good you just gotta you just gotta get every drop out of it do you notice too the older you get the less of those experiences you have where you can just zone out for hours you know when I was younger, all the time, no problem. I can go like I can go skate and just get into it the whole session. And now it's just like it's harder to get. Yeah, a little bit, little bits. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's been because of injuries or time off. But it seems like it's few and far between now where I can really just zone in. I prefer just to kind of hang out on the backside. Well, talk. Yeah, I think it's all like skating less is it's harder to get in that zone almost when you're not skating as much because like you're not in as good a shape or you're, you're, you're just not in as, you're not tuned in with your skates and pretty much you're not as good. So it, yeah, you get into that zone less frequently where you're just super comfortable on your skates and super, but I find like it, 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 it still happens. And, but I also find that when you're older, it's like you're more critical on yourself and, and you'll be skating like I've had this experience where I'm skating and I'm like I just suck everything I do, I do sucks this is horrible but I'm filming and film a few things and I'm just like down on it all it's like that's not good that's not good and then I see the same footage like a month later I, six months later I'm like that was actually pretty good I was just like being ultra critical <laughs> on myself on that day but you know why? Because um, you're like myself. Um, blading, like blading is my career. Um, it's what I do. It's what I get my paycheck from. It's, I'm, I'm a professional blader. And so same as you, like you love blading and you love to take it the most professional that you can. Um, yes, we love, we love it and have fun. But sometimes when you're filming, you know that there has to be a certain professional level. And so we take it like any other sport. If we were playing hockey, soccer, basketball, whatever, when you're on a team, if you're in a high division of a team, like you think of it like that. You're like, oh shit, like, I should have made this play. I should have made this play because you're just in that competitive mode. You're like, fuck, I gotta like, I know what I'm capable of and you want to push it more and you really choose. And yeah, it does lead to negative energy, which isn't good. But at the same time, blading, I've been there, man, like, where you're, you do tricks and just like, so mad at yourself but like you get four clips you're just mad at yourself at the end of the day and you're like you're like stupid I, it's not the way I wanted to do it like it wasn't the style I wanted it wasn't what I thought and you're just doubting yourself you're criticizing yourself and yeah and you go back to the footage and you're like shit like that was like I, I'm happy with that like that was actually yeah. like really good like you're going through your clips like to make an edit and you're like shit like I want to use that now but in the day you're just hating like hating so hard yeah. and so you gotta humble yourself down and just be like Totally. Like, I love blading for blading. Like, and not, <laughs> you know, like, not be like ultra, mm -hmm. so critical of yourself. But it's hard because when you take it in a professional level, it's very easy to get in that way. 
Like it's it's easy to sometimes think like that because you're focused on the project. You're focused on yeah. making the project. You know, and, and you bring into it like high expectations. Yes, and it's the same as we we're talking about filming with Joey. Like when you're filming with Joey, like you know that it's going to a good place. You know it's fucking gonna be filming good. So there's a little bit of pressure on it because you're like, okay, now it's oh, game yeah. time. I gotta a do lot it. Of and you, pressure and, on you. <laughs> yes, and you. It's like you're going out and fucking filming with Steven Spielberg. Exactly. <laughs> so like, Jesus Christ, I'm filming with Quentin Tarantino today, and I gotta fucking perform. Exactly. Like, and I haven't been skating that much, and like. It's it's like anything. It's like okay. Jesus it's like back in say say Dave Payne came to Canada like back in the day. Exactly. I was like I was like guys, I want to film a section. You're not gonna be like I'm just gonna half-ass this. You're gonna be like you want to film a section of me is one of the biggest. You know it's gonna go to a good place. You're gonna be like yeah. okay, it's like it's game time. Like like game time. Like, like, game time. like be you my know best skating. So you, you, like there's a lot of emotion to like when it's game time. Like emotions can really catch you. Like, yeah, they can game, make it fuck you up too. They can, oh, man, emotions can fuck you up. Oh, they can fuck you up. They ruin Like, you see young kids, like, going on, like, trips, like, tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, and, like oh. getting so frustrated and angry at themselves and, like, just not having any fun at all. And, and they end up hating skating. And that's, like, a common thing. Yes. Because that, that urge, you know how good it feels to kill. And you want it so badly. Like, isn't that such a mental game? It's a mental game. Dude, it is such a mental game. You gotta love it. You gotta love it in the good times and bad times. Yeah. And like, you gotta be humble in yourself to know like, you why, do, why do I do this? You can't be hard on yourself. You just gotta be like, I'm in a downtime. It's like yeah. this. Yeah, like, exactly. We've all been in our downtime this game. And it's like, a, it's like a hockey player. Sometimes they have really good years where they're the top scorer. They're one year. They're one of the best. They have, yeah. They're one of the worst worst scorers in the league and you go what like how does this guy go from a 60 goal season to like <laughs> and now he's not even scoring anything he's just like is that a negative but they're just on a bad season doesn't mean they're a bad hockey player just means like just different chi was off different things were off like you know the full mind wasn't fully there you know they're still a good hockey player they're still playing good just like that switch wasn't on and like that happens in blading too. And it's oh, easy to get frustrated yeah. and it's easy to go. But if you keep pushing through those bad times, the light will click back on again where you're just like, and now it's game time. Like there's been so many times in my blade career where I've been down on myself. I'm like, I'm not progressing. I'm not doing anything. And you're very down on yourself. I do it because I'm addicted to it and you keep doing it every day, but you're just not having fun in session. And just one day it just like clicks in you where you're like, you just have that good day and you're like, holy crap, like this is the day I've been waiting for where you learn a new trick or you skate the park different, you do some airs different and you're just like, I progress my blading again. And so that's a good day for you, you know, yeah. and you, you build up that energy. Like how many times have you, like for me, there's been so many, I've just like had this mentality like I'm done. Like <laughs> I'm done. Like I just, I suck. Yeah. I, like my glory days are just over. Wee! A million times, man. Um, like eight years ago. Yeah. Ten years ago. Six years ago. Second day. Two years ago. Like it's always like right now. It's like it's like you're constantly like yeah. ah, I'm old. I'm What's... done. And then like next month, next like next week, it just flows through you. It's just like what? Where did this come from? Like I'm the shit. Yeah, like, man. What the fuck? Yeah, we're so we're so <laughs> lucky awesome. because people. Because when you, when you go and skate and you open up your mind again, 
you realize that people are still loving you for your blade and they're still looking up to you and you're just like, why? Like, to me, like, I suck. Like, why? But for some reason, people are still digging your skate and digging you, digging everything you're doing. And you're just like, why? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? And you're like, oh, like, it's just because who I am. Like, my skating, I was just off on my skating. It shouldn't be bad. But, um, fuck, sorry, I'm going somewhere different with that, but that's okay. Um, could be the two, the few beers we've had. I'm just about to make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> this is you You blew <laughs> Fuck this pocket. You welcome to painting. Calgary, what pushes us is we have guys like Tom. Um, Tom's 36. Like, when growing up skating, getting older, it is hard to get down on yourself. So you're like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I suck. I can't keep up anymore. And you have some down times and blading. But man, like, it's crazy in Calgary. Tom is 36 years old, and like, the guy killed it still. Yeah, I'm shaking my yeah. head. That guy's like on a different level of life. <laughs> Dude, so you can't complain. You it's can't like complain. He's, he's like he's 25, but he's 36. Yeah, man. Doesn't give a fuck, does whatever he wants, and he makes it all work. And when it comes to skating, fuck, if he wants to do it and go out and do whatever he wants, he does it. Exactly. It's like, yeah. he's been broken off. He's taken a full, like, a full season off and just did nothing but came back better. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, dude... Like, it does it does a lot of different events that holds the community together. Like he's 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 in it. He's the he's, man, man. And yeah. somehow he's thirty six and just like killing, still killing, always will kill. He's got this weird lifestyle. You look at it from the outside, trying to analyze it. You're like, this doesn't work. Like this doesn't work with my picture of how things should work if you're successful. But he's like ultra successful at rollerblading. Yeah. Think about it. he like lives life. Does anything? All he does is rollerblading. And Tattooing. whatever his other passions are, tattooing and DJing. Yeah. Like, that's what he does, and he it's makes happening. it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he just makes it work. Man, in Calgary, Calgary used to have, like, crews. <laughs> I would say, like, when I was growing up in Calgary, since, like, since 92, there's been, like, crews. So, like, at one point, there's four crews, like, all four different crews, and all these four crews had, like, I would say eight plus people in them. Some had like 10, 15, you know. It was like the 403 crew, the Northwest crew, you know, like whatever. You know, like Ace crew, you know, like a bunch of crews, right? So it was like... It was you always skate with your Exactly. Bros. Well, tons, tons of bladers. And I remember the Northwest crew, man. Like there were some guys I looked up to. And then at 24 going... Oh, my, I'm getting old. My, my knees are starting to hurt. My body's hurting. I don't know if I can do this anymore. And I remember being like 18 or like 17, just being like, I haven't got a lot of time left. Man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I fucking love blading. Like, blading's my life, man. But like, I, can't I don't, I don't got much left. Like, all these guys are quitting at like 24, 25. Yeah. And then you see Tom. And like, the guy has always pushed it. And you're just like, you're like, man, he loves blading the same way that I love blading. And look at him, like, he's like the bigger brother you always wish you had, because, like, he kills it and everything. Like, sometimes people think, like, he's a little wild, a little crazy, like, your lifestyle is crazy. But when you meet Tom, it's who, it's who he is. Like, yeah, that's it. Like, like yeah. He, he shows you who he is. He's but like, he when you meet Tom, you meet Tom. <laughs> you know, like, you don't meet anyone fake, you meet Tom. Like, and he doesn't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> you, like, you like him or dislike him, you know, and, like, he doesn't care. He's just like, but he always hopes you like him. You know, that he does everything. He pushes 
pushes the boundaries and like to have like a bigger brother like that to be like man like 29 30 like all the guys in Calgary are like higher 20s 30s and they're still killing it like the level of skating is not like degressed it's only progressed and it's only getting better and better and better and it's crazy man it's crazy because like we have guys to look up to like that that are getting older but are pushing through the bound like pushing through the hard times and you know, learning, teaching us how to get through those down times. It's exciting that everyone's breaking through that that mold of what we, when we were growing up, to be twenty one and skating was old. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> like, because pros were like sixteen, seventeen, and we were, it was like, oh man, when you're twenty two, like, huh? When did you people, start? People quit. Uh, I started when I was twelve. Damn. Like ninety ninety. What would that have been? I'm thirty. I don't know. Jesus. I started in 92. Yeah, it's weird when people... Oh, no, like, when, <laughs> when was your first competition? 95? Yeah, 96? Fuck. Yo, D, when did you start? Cat? 92. So how yeah, old 92, were you? 93. So I was 9 years old? 9, 10. 9, 12? I started when I was 17. Started when you were 17. Actually, I bought skates when... Yeah, I bought skates when I was 16. And as soon as I turned 17, broke my ankle. It was like my first month skating. Broke it. Entire summer off. Had to wait till the next year to start skating again. So basically, I was like almost 18 when I started skating. Wow. So 17, like when I hear like 12, I was like, what the fuck? Dude, yeah. like, I was nine. It's like, dude, like, fighting? Nine. Fighting is my love, man. It's like, like, it's an addiction, man. It's my whole life. It's what I make my paycheck worth. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy to yeah. think. And like, it's crazy to be like, like with my wife. Like, my wife's very smart and very successful, but she, then like, she wants to talk about moving. And then she goes, what are you going to do? And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know, like, like, you know, in Calgary, like, I have pretty set up where, like, I teach plating every, every week, you know, like, big in the skate scene there, so I'm like, I don't know, like, but I'm going to do something with plating, and it's crazy to tell, like, your wife that I am going to find something in the plating world, I just don't know what yet, but the right doors are going to open, and her just be like, Okay, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, Think you about know? how many people. How many people do you know have made money, substantial money, can pay the rent money from skating, doing any sort of rollerblading activity? Like, D, you've been doing it for how many years? Twelve. Twelve years, and about thirty thousand dollars a year. Like, that's how much money you've made rollerblading. Thirty, uh, thirty, Yeah, like I've made almost a hundred grand rollerblading. Just by doing the same thing yeah. I was doing. Like, how many people do you know have done that? But this I is, yeah. it's not the balance. You don't go to a school, show off, you know, jam Red Bull and act like you're going to bang every teacher in the school. Then you teach that's, kids. That's my techniques to get. Show up and teach kids. And that's it. Skate backwards. Show them crossovers. Jump over something. And yet you can make money. Like, the rollerblading industry is fucked. Yeah. The way it's trying to go is like aggressive. Why yeah. do you need to the be aggressive? This? Industry. It, it's all, it will, yeah. It's the whole hot. term aggressive is fine. Mm, no. It's but the cool thing. It's, no, I wouldn't say anyone. Every style is fucked. Because every style thinks that they're the right style. But how you, how you make it right is every style is different. But we're all one. We're all blatant. We're all doing what we do. We all love what we love. Exactly. I go to these conferences every year for the past couple of years, I should say. And it's cool because I've met, I've had a really closed mind of being like, aggressive skating is the way to go. And I went to these conferences and I met these pe older people, like my age, like old, old people that have tons of like, like they have a career, they have different lives. But they're all at this conference because they have a passion for inline skating. 
they love it the same way that I love inline skating, but they're all from different backgrounds. Some are speed, some are slalom, some are just rec skaters, some are just like, like teaching, but they all have a love for inline skating, and I'm like, we're all the same. <laughs> like, and I, my love is like, my background is the aggressive skating, and so I love blading for every style, but like, my main passion is what I would do is aggressive. But like, it's crazy to be in the same week, in the same place with all these different people from all different backgrounds that we all share the same love. And so one thing about building is we all have to know that like, we all do it for the same reason. It's because we enjoy wheels, you know? Yeah. In fairness, like, wheels you know, on your feet. It's, 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 it's crazy how rollerblading has so many different like, genres and, and mm -hmm. cultures within it. Like, it's just wheels under your feet, yet there's, like, aggressive skaters, slalom skaters, rec skaters, Downhill racing skaters. skaters. Yeah, like, there's so many different... And, and then these groups, like, differentiate themselves, and they're like, oh, I'm not, well, I'm not a rec skater, I'm an aggressive skater, or I'm not a slalom skater. Like, it's, like, it, you're still, like, on wheels under your boots. Like, can't you relate to this person? Or it's really, like, the same thing. Same it's, like, thing. using it for different things. Like, a different mindset, but, like, same thing. It's the same experience. It's the same feeling that people are falling in love with. Like, that feeling when you can control those wheels, you're, like, flying across, like, the earth. Like, it's, it feels great. It is. It's all rollerblading. It's all, like, put them on. Go ride have fun. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> That's what I love about rollerblading. No one can tell you how to fucking do it. Like, no one, like, if anyone tells you how to rollerblade, you can look at them and be like, no, don't tell me how to rollerblade. Because, like, man, rollerblading is your own, per it's you and your blades. So, yeah. like, you know, like, there's professional things, yes, blah, 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 but, like, no one should tell you ever how to rollerblade because it should only be you deciding how you rollerblade. I always have a problem with, like, like coaching kids like kids would like ask me like hey, how do you like do like a like that royale or how do you do like shit and I, I would always be like well like you just gotta do it. look look watch what I'm doing and then copy it but but bend your body and feel it out I don't know <laughs> and I, well, I'd be like <laughs> you could talk to about edging edge on top you talking about edging like on your skates you have like an inside edge center edge and outside edge so yeah. like one skate's not kind of like on your outside edge and one's like on the center edge. You gotta keep your weight a little more centered, like centered over your front foot, like we're over like, kind of middle. You jump on it like that. I remember my dad, I used to, I had a ledge outside my house. I remember front siding this, like it was a wicked ledge right across the street. Nice. And I, I was front sided over and over and over. And I remember my dad coming out. Now like, you're in your teens, like you're like 12, 13, kind of getting cocky in life. My dad came on, he's like, why don't you angle your back foot? He had no clue what a royale was, but he, <laughs> he just knew from like physics that like, if it was angled, I might slide a little bit faster. And I remember looking at my dad going, oh dad, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I'm the one rollerblading and doing these tricks. I'm like, I'm like, don't tell me how to do this. And he's like, okay, I'm just trying to help you. And I was like, okay, like, I was like, whatever dad. And so he went back inside. And I just remember looking and waited till he went back inside. And we're skating to the ledge. Jumped on with my feet angled in the Royale, but like pushed straight out in front of me. I just fucking ate shit so hard. It slid out so hard. So, so bad. Yeah, just like, yes. and just like, and just like ate it. And I was just like, holy crap, it did slide faster. Holy crap. And I'm like, I can't even control this slide. Now, who hasn't done exactly that? 
Went for Royale, just fucking slid out Aiden. Yeah. That's, that's my very man, first one. Rex I, skates. And Rex skates on. Royale, that's a hard-ass trick. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen skateboarders. Every skateboarder that talks shit, that, that does put on rollerblades. Tries to The first trick they always <laughs> try is to run out. And then, but, that, but that's how they get respect for us. Because like, they always go for the first trick, man. Royale, they jump on, their feet just go, Wee! And then they just fucking eat it. And you're just like, ooh. And they're like, oh, that's harder than I thought. A trick will put anybody in their place. Just give anybody that has no idea what they're doing. Just say, yeah, just go, just put, go put, for it. Put, put your feet like this. Like, I looked at people in videos. I'm like, rollerblading yeah, that is so that. easy. That's the yeah. thing about it. it. When you're watching a video, it's like, yeah, that looks so easy. But it's so, it's so hard. It is. <laughs> just put, put them on and try. And, and I think that that's but it. They're like, just like, oh, that on the thing. And like, that's yeah. the experience. That was easy. Get Here, put these on. Everybody into them. No. Everyone. Yeah, okay. get everyone somehow, somewhere or another, get everyone into a pair of rollerblades mm-hmm. once in their life. You instantly understand it. No, I would say. You instantly, because if you see it anywhere outside of it, outside of doing it, completely out of the context of actually doing the sport, it looks like a piece of cake. It's like, so what? Yeah. Smooth. They're rolling. Big yeah. deal. Then put them on your feet and realize that you're completely out of control. Uh-huh. You're used to standing forward and stopping, not standing forward and rolling. Like your <laughs> yeah. body's moving. You need to adjust. Like it's completely foreign. Completely foreign. And then when you get used to yeah. it, you understand the experience of being able to manipulate your body to do things. And it's on a different level. It's not walking, it's not running or jumping. No. It's not gymnastics, it's yeah. different. There's easy totally there's easy different. points to every sport though. Like rollerblades, like everyone goes, oh, jumping and rollerblades is easy. Well, yeah. Anyone can put on a pair of rollerblades and stand there and jump up and down. I'm not going to lie to you, anyone can do that. Once you start getting technical with speed, movement, bending, stuff like that, that's when it gets crazy. Anyone can stand on a skateboard and move up and down. I could ollie my first day, like learning how to pop, push yeah, my foot up. Pop. Stuff. Like, I could ollie. But starting to do technical stuff, oh fuck, that's, that's where it gets hard, right? Yeah. Anyone can go on a bike, like that bunny hop on a bike, you know? So like all the basics of every sport is easy. We can all go ride it. We could probably ride a bike up and down the ramps. Couldn't do much, but like we could ride the ramps on a bike. I could probably drop it on a skateboard, ride the ramps on a skateboard. But one, and like a lot of people look at rollerblading because it does, it's kind of like the more easier looking one where it's like attached to your feet and people are like, oh yeah, I can just rollerblade. Well, yeah, you could probably put on the rollerblade and jump up and down. Now try like dropping like, into yeah, a quarter Yeah, pipe. like get, get wild, you know, like it's time, it's time to get crazy. Like I'm not saying you can't do it, but once you get technical, like you're going to die. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Like even the basics are fucking hard. Yeah. Fucking air, try to air a pyramid. Like a little air. Yeah. Pyramid. You you might break your fucking leg. You probably break something. <laughs> like there's definitely somebody it's falling. Fucking, it's dangerous hard. too. Yeah, it is. If you look at it, you're like, how is this? Like, how how do they go and put caps on city rails, but yet they'll have a skate <laughs> pyramids, steep ass pyramids. <laughs> and there's kids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> kids. It's like a, it's like a playground. Parents will come drop off their kids and just. Peace out. Like, oh, my six-year-old, he's fine. Yeah. He's in grade one now. He's ahead of his class. Here you go. Here's a skateboard. Let's go to the park. Yeah. Here's a skateboard. rollerblades. Yeah. Yeah, just go do it. It's just like, it's like, what? Accepted. It's, danger is, is, is a, like, is a socially determined factor. It's, it's like, but they people, don't people, 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 dangerous, do like, they? 
people have told you, oh, fuck, you should wear a helmet when you do that shit. That's dangerous. It's like, well, you should wear a helmet when you drive a car. Across the street when you're walking. What do you you mean? That's hilarious that I should wear a helmet while I'm driving a car. Well, most people who die, like, driving motor vehicle accidents, that's the leading cause of death in Canada. Why don't you wear a helmet when you drive? And people will laugh at you. Like, that's ridiculous. Well, I don't want to wear a helmet when I roll, but... Right. Like, the odds of me... Like, I could crack my head, become a paraplegic, but I could do that driving a car. True. I could do that... Like Get in the tub. Go for a shower. Yeah. Slip. Slip in the tub. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably wear a helmet. You should. In the shower. Then you'd be safe all the time. People get used to certain activities. Like, oh, driving a car. Well, that's a part of life. That's like... Everyone drives a car, how am I going to get to work? And it's a normal thing. <laughs> but if you're sliding around on rails or, or, or flipping around, it's like, oh, that's stupid. You should wear a helmet. Yeah, this is skateboarding. Yeah, push. This is rollerblading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sold with the eyes, for sure. See that? Sold. Yeah. yeah um, well, guys, we got three beers left. We need one. Fuck you. <laughs> so do you what do you think skating is going to be like when you're seven Man, I'm going to be on the pathway I'm going to be rec skating really slow but looking really sharp I'm going to have a wicked tracksuit and uh, just going to be crazy young kids like usual Will you be going slow because you're incapable of going fast, or no. just because you're just... Actually, I shouldn't should really say 70 that. When you're 70? So I'm looking 40 years ahead, so double my age, plus some years. Plus a decade. I mean, that's a long ways off. That means things I can't even expect to happen are going to happen. Yeah. And if things keep doubling the way they've been rolling lately, I mean, where, where do you go in 10 years? When does it get to the point where it's completely frictionless? Like almost like hover shoes, you know? Could that be forty Magic years off? off? And when does it come? When does it come to a point where you can have fake parts and you can be, you can have the body of an eighteen-year-old, but yeah. in the mind of a seven-year-old, in the mind of someone who's been rollerblading for fifty years. Oh, so basically, virtual wizard. Whoa. So wizard. 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 Does it actually wizard. exist at that point? I mean, are we just hooked up to some machine at that point and you live your life? It might be a virtual, it might be a virtual matrix. Yeah. Like, and if you conquer the matrix, like, could you imagine rollerblading in the matrix? Fuck. If you, if you travel the world in like one ramp, you could literally just imagine being anywhere, doing anything and connect any getting sort tired. of things together that could possibly cross your mind that makes sense I think that'll be the future of skating it'll be like it'll be like a Tony Hawk video game but it'll be like you are experiencing it but in a a virtual reality so you're not risking your body you don't get tired kids will be be like why would you skate in real life when like you get a sunburn or you scrape your elbow it's like I can experience the exact same thing with zero risk with a perfect body with like all the kids, everyone will just be fucking fat asses sitting with helmets <laughs> on, like having the bodies of Brian Aragon and like I'm killing shit. Dude. And they'll have that feeling. That will be undeniable. They will experience that. Man. But it will not be yes. 
it will not be real, and there will be something missing. The challenge. Always. Yeah. The, the risk, the challenge, the, the, the learning experience from all the pain and the suffering oh. that you go through in the, the being out of shape or yeah. having pain in your ankle or mm -hmm. your feet hurting, all that stuff. What we are experiencing now, it might not ever be experienced again in human history. No. Well, and the, it's parenting. It's how we, you raise your kids. Like in the sense that like, me and Mike talked about this today, is reaction. Like it's amazing, not just rollerblading, but like what I've learned from blading. So from wipeouts, times, how to save yourself, uh, situation, blah, blah, blah. Like it's helped me in other parts of my life too. So say driving, you have to make a quick second reaction. It's amazing like how I just focus right away. I'm like, okay, all thoughts, like I know what to do what's my best situation to get out of it, you know, like, for my personal self, oh, you know, yeah. and like, you learn it, that in a baby you, from skin, and those split seconds, when, <laughs> yeah. and like a scooter kid, like, darts in front yeah. of you, like, you, it's like, there's no time to think, it's like, it's, something takes over, oh, yeah, well, I've, I've talked about this before, where, if you watch videos on YouTube, compilations of old ladies falling, old ladies falling, a woman who hasn't fell down for the last 30 <laughs> years, and suddenly they've tripped over their dress and they're falling down <laughs> they a set of stairs. They go blank. Yeah, they just There's like, no well, brain. No, they're they brain. turn into a ragdoll. Yes. Now, turning into a ragdoll, that's a thing though. Because this year snowboarding, I, I did a cliff awesome. drop. I did a cliff drop. <laughs> and under, under the cliff drop, there was like a good patch of snow. But if I miss, I fall over a bunch of other cliffs. So, I did the cliff drop and I thought I landed it. But I was leaning too far forward. And I started flipping. So I started flipping down all these rocks. So I know from from blading not to tense up. I knew just to let let it ride. Like myself. Yeah. Like I just kept flipping. I just kept like right down, I just kept like falling. So I was just like I was like, okay, like I know from rolling, just let it ride. You know, if I tense up I'm gonna really injure myself. Yeah. So I just Ragdoll, and I just rolled, I hit a whole bunch of rocks with my back, just kept rolling, I just landed at the bottom of it, like, and I got up and I was okay, and I was like, holy shit, like, I was intense, and Jake and Dale were like, holy shit, like, I can't believe that just happened, like, are you okay, are you okay, and I was like, yeah, I'm okay, but if I would have tensed up, I wouldn't have been okay, you know, like, I just knew, like, right. I knew how to follow that situation, I was just like, and I remember thinking about it, I was like, okay, I messed up, here's what I do. Like, you were aware. Yeah, I was aware. Because like, that situation wasn't completely foreign. You had been in similar situations. Yes. Blading, like, quite frequently. Mm -hmm. Like, every day, like, falling down. And maybe, and maybe yeah. snowboarding, falling too. Falling down is such an important skill. Yes. And you were aware while doing that. I think a lot of people, when that starts to happen, it just, it turns into just rock and roll. <clears> where it's like, their brain is just, like, mush. It's like, it, they're not reacting. They're just, they turn into a psychopath mm -hmm. or they turn into a mentally ill person where it's just like, it, the stress takes over and it's just, <laughs> like, there's nothing. Yeah. You know, because, because it's such a foreign experience. It's like if I was to be in a wingsuit, it would be a, such a foreign experience to me. But mind you, I'm a blader, so you this is a bad it. example. I figured that shit out, you know what I'm saying? God, the 
falling down is, is an important part of bleeding and Do dealing with adversity. The pain. It is. It, yeah. is. it defines yeah. you as, a, as any athlete. Like, it, you could be talented from the birth, right? But until you break something, lose something, get crushed, and have to still go through it, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, I have a hard time even following anybody that hasn't. Like, even skating with people that, they never get hurt. They never fall. They just hit everything first try. That's, you just kind of at the point, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I expect it. But then they get hurt. Then that one thing happens. They get crushed. They have to take a break. They leave. Then they come back. When they come back, that's when they really shine. Yeah. Like for me, and it's only because I've seen them before. I've seen them do everything effortlessly and not have any consequence. Now they know what the consequence is. Now they know how to judge that experience and they conquered it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the whole conquering thing and then they still keep progressing. And there's that new that comes out of that's it. That's like the next level. Yeah, you can yeah. be talented and just go on and just be better than everyone else. Just barely better than anywhere else. But until your body breaks down, until something outside of your control stops you in your tracks and you have to go, wait a minute, like how do I adapt? How do I move on? And then you create something even better, like the next yeah. time around. It's like the rebirth. You're forced to like yeah. be away from that. And that, and that, yeah, that's when like whatever's inside of you, it's not your brain, it's not saying I need to do this on a trick. It's now like I've been broken off doing this on a trick. So it's like how bad do I want mm-hmm. it? It's like your heart really comes you, through on you it. You focus a little more. It's like, man, when I... I learned how to like take a fall, like, man, with sports it comes pain, and you, like, no pain, no gain, you know, so like, you gotta, there's, you gotta take a fall, so you gotta get back up, you gotta dust yourself off, and like, I remember being in school, like, I was always like, kind of like, smaller one, but, like, like, trying to like, figure out the time at school, I'd fall backwards down the stairs, get back up, people were like, holy shit, I can't believe that, my big, my, all my tough friends, you know, all my biggest <laughs> friends, get into rollerblading, they're just huge dudes, you know, they're the guys I'm scared to get beat up by or like wrestle with. Man, you're grinding a bike rack, they take one fall right on their butt and they're like, this hurts, you know, this hurts, I quit. And they quit rollerblading because they can't handle the yeah. pain. And meanwhile, like, I just finished like back rolling down the stairs after trying to grind the big rail in front of the school. And like, I'm getting up and I'm trying it again. I'm trying it again. I'm trying it again. And I do it. And I'm just like, man, I'm a freak. Like, look at me. Like, I know that I have to keep doing this. Like, that's what I'm hurt, but like, I have to like, it's I have fantastic. to keep going. And so like, it was just funny to see all my big friends quit because they couldn't take the pain. They were just like, eh, I can't take this. But like, for me, the mental, I was like, I know I gotta take it. So like, fucking don't be a pussy, man up and like, do it again, right? And then you learn how to do it. That's how you do yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, that's why I love skating with, with you and the rest of the crew. Like I've seen everyone just eat shit. And just bounce right back up. Like that's you can you can feel embarrassed, but I mean if you want to do something, you don't even recognize embarrassment. If you want to impress somebody instantly, you're embarrassed. Yeah. But if you want to do it for yourself, it's like no, no, okay, no, I got it this time. Oh, again, you change it a little bit. Like you just keep adapting, and and that's I think that those are the people I like to skate with. Mm-hmm. That's like, how I gained my most respect at the skate park. Nationally. Is like trying like the biggest thing and eating shit, or like skateboarders are hating right away. They're like, Ooh, fruit booters. You try like a really big thing to eat shit, and every you make the whole park stop going. Oh my gosh! Like this guy just died, and you get up like a robot. You just like get up, and you, like you walk back up to the start ramp, and no one's saying anything to you. No one's like fruit food or anything. Everyone's just staring at you like I can't believe you just got up. I can't believe you just got up from this fall. And you and you go up in front of all of, and you go up in front of all of them, and everyone's just stunned. Like it's crazy to see people's faces because they're just like. I just watch you eat shit. And that's a certain like, session. Yeah, and it's then just like, like you just showed yeah, up. Yeah, and then like you get back up and you just like, and then you go do the trick again. And then after that, no one talks shit on you because you're just like, 
holy crap, like, that is the this guy's hardcore, you know, like, that's how I gained my most respect at some skate parks, where, like, I started being hated, and I take a really good fall, <laughs> and you get back up, and you just don't show fear, and, like, people are stunned, like, I couldn't took that fall. <laughs> no. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary to watch a person do that and then get up. Yeah. It's like, like it, I think it's, it's like, it's a natural thing for what we do. Like anybody at a skate park that sees somebody fall hard, they instantly know, like they get that tingling in their balls, like, oh, fuck. And then they bounce back up and like, oh, fuck. Like I, you get that instant connection. You don't even need to talk to the person. You don't even need to know who the fuck they are. They yeah. can just come right out of the park and just eat shit. Like straight from a car onto their face. And you're like, oh. And if they get up and do whatever they were doing before and land it, you're just like, yeah. Like you instantly connect. But yeah, I don't know what that is. It's like that. It's... that disaster recovery mechanism like connects people. Yeah, they can recognize a, a warrior. Warriors. Like, Wizard you know, warriors. It's crazy. It works. Wizard warriors, man. And now that D says that, like, I remember the last few times we've gone to a park in a new city and he just does the stupidest trick the first time and eats shit. And then just bounces back up and then does it next try. And everyone's talking to you. And nobody's oh, saying shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, happy tea, bitch. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to start a session, too. Just get the biggest thing done. Oh, it's, 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 like, oh. it's glorious. Just yeah. eating eating concrete. It's right just, after you hear the heckles. <laughs> you hear the heckles from the back of but oh, was this faggot doing this oh, tight pants? Those cut off red shorts? <laughs> nice beard, faggot. Oh shit, did you see him falling us? He's getting up. Oh shit, he's, like, he's, he's doing it again. Oh fuck, he landed it. <laughs> like it just changes, like the yeah. whole atmosphere just it goes from hate to like like they're they're they feel sorry for you, like, and then they're just done. They're like, what else? Sorry for themselves. But one, yeah, one of my most proudest moments though is when you walk. Like, once you get up from a fall like that, and you look around the skate park, and you're just waiting for the person because you're kind of mad at yourself. You fell that hard. You're just waiting for the first person to talk shit, and, and shit no one's talking you. shit. And you just like, you walk up like a champ. You're just like to the start ramp like a champ or wherever you were. Like, you know, you just giving eyes to everyone. You just like, nobody's and you know, you're bleeding out of the elbow. Everyone's just like. No, okay, like he's just like he just fell really hard he's walking back up no one said anything and when you do it after like people are just like salt yeah. yeah could you imagine we're just lucky in certain places in the world you can go and do that and somebody come over and piss on you could you imagine like it was that bad they're like oh he just ate shit fuck this guy come over and like piss on you like the worst in, like waffle stomp they're like this guy's getting waffle stomped yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I, no, could you imagine if that happened? Like, in certain cultures? Like, I don't know if we're lucky. Because we show up about when, when someone eats it. You don't... Yeah, nobody... You're, you, no one will piss on you. Is there any place that people do that? Because that would probably be the most ignorant place in the world to live. I'm trying to think of, like... I've never been to a city. I've, I've had the worst haters ever in my hometown. And then go to Lethbridge, same thing, have some super haters there. Go to Calgary, Millennium was terrible. But if you ate shit, nobody, nobody almost, said anything. Yeah, it's like, almost like, what are you going to say that'll like top his face sliding across the concrete? It's like, oh, I forgot what he deserves. I'm done talking shit. I don't need to talk about shit to that guy. Like, it's like, you don't have to put him down anymore because he just fucked himself. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then it's like, Oh, like he got up from that, mm-hmm. and then to see him overcome that and do it, and then it's just like 
you got nothing to say, and then he does something that earns respect. Warriors, man. Warriors. You I, got I know a lot. I know a lot of warriors, man. Fuck yeah. Um. Yo, it's like, <laughs> it's like, man, when people like, like sometimes millennials, it's never the really good guys that talk shit. It's the guys yeah. that think they're cool, and so yeah, like they're like, oh, why are you waxing that? Why are you waxing that? And then man, it's the best going up to them and go, what'd you say? And they're like, ooh, ooh, and they stutter their words, and you're like, you're you're complaining about my waxing. I will go de-wax that rail if you come session that rail with me. Uh, uh, well, well, you, uh, it's too fast. No, no, no. I will personally take the wax off that rail if you come session that rail with me. Have you been sessioning that rail? Well, no. Like maybe someone, someone's gonna session that. No, no, no. Are you gonna? Like you're, you're the one bitching. You're the one bitching to me. You're the one bitching to me. Yeah, you're the one bitching to me that it's too fast and I'm waxing. I'm like, are you sessioning the rail? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, don't talk shit to me because I'm sessioning the rail. Like, I'm gonna wax this rail. If you want to come over and session it, I will de wax it for you. No one ever comes over, man, because they're just like, I just got called out, you know. So, yeah, really, the good skateboarders, they'll be like, Yeah, wax it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, Actually, the best skateboarders this, now, they This is the they first know. time a millennium. Wax the fuck out of shit. Yes, millennium, man. Millennium is the first time in years I've actually had all the borders, like, we know them all now, and they're asking us for wax. They're like, You guys get yeah. wax, you guys get wax, and we're like, Yeah. They're waxing everything, and so no one's hating now. Even the some borders that are like all right, but they hate the really wax shit because they're not that good yet. Like they're like, oh, but they can't say shit because it wasn't us that waxed it. It was a, it was a skateboarder that just like drenched them on the rail and wax, and you're like, wasn't me this time. Like oh, the best thing ever though is you used to go to skate parks and just for whatever reason wax was a big fucking issue. People hated wax. Hate They're like, I don't want to go too fast. I want to control it. I want to be able to slide. Like, I want sandpapers on my feet. Yeah. I want sandpaper so I can just like get on, come to a screeching stop, like power slide on a rail. That's awesome. I don't get it, but some people were totally fucking into it. Now you go to a shop like the Source West Forty Nine. You can buy wax. So the best thing is you buy the wax. Can you buy wax? Yeah, you can buy the wax. wax. Yeah, the Source. We actually went J Bo did it. Bought some wax. We go to Millennium. People are talking shit. He's like. Actually, I bought this from a skateboard shop. Yeah. Wax the fuck out of everything. Like, if, like, what are you gonna say? This isn't rollerblading. Like, we bought this from a skateboard shop. Yeah. And you're just complaining because you're a skateboarder. That you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. No, like, just, guys, just yeah. go and skate. Like, go and skate. You see the guys that can skate better than you, right? Follow what they're doing. Balance. Follow what they're doing. Balance and sliding long shit. How are they sliding long shit? It's waxed. They're not sliding ro- long, like, Stupid, like bumped up, rusty rails. No, it's waxed. They want that shit to slide. Exactly. And then the you know if you're learning, yeah, sure, you want something that goes a little it's, bit slower. It, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious, like, to have a conversation about wax. But like every rollerblade has had an experience where someone has been angry at them for waxing something. People yeah. have threatened your life. Like I've had oh, my yeah. life threatened. <laughs> I've had people try to fight me at a skate park for yeah. wax. They yeah. fight me. They know that this is like they're like. We're throwing down right now because yeah, it's like, this is my part. You have to put a piece of wax that anybody in the world that really enjoys what we're doing right now is going to use. They're just going to, because they want to slide further. I'm sure skateboarding, BMX, Every BMX has a story about someone getting mad at the yeah, They just want to hurt you. Yeah, we, we were in a cold stream. I remember. 
And some dude was like, yo, easy with that wax, hombre. <laughs> like, everyone's got a line that some escape. Hombre. Yeah. So now whenever me and Joey are waxing, like, everyone's got all the boys have those inside jokes. It's like, yo, easy with that wax, hombre. <laughs> dude, that's where you just gotta look at the person and be like, keep waxing, just flip them yeah. straight. Oh, yeah, no, that's it. That's yeah. it. You just stare him right in the eye and just wax and be like, Waxes. What don't you want me to do? Wax this? Why? As your wax Wax will turn a good roll letter into a great roll letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good That's skateboarder. Look at great skateboarder. Like Richie and Dustin. They just wax the shit out of their, out of their stuff. Okay. Man, it makes such a big difference. Do you know Dustin's... Want to say this? Yes, yeah, Dustin's getting a pro skate. From US... From Shadow. From Shadow. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Unofficially official. Uh, un- unofficially official. Yeah. Whoever's listening to this. Unofficial. Yeah, that's unofficial. That's amazing. But I think that's the word on the street. That's sick. Yeah, word on the street, man. Because it was fun seeing see that guy grow Dustin. up. Dustin's ridiculous. Dude, he's so good. It was fun yeah. seeing that guy yeah. grow up. The shadow. Oh, man, yeah, it was fun seeing him grow up. Yeah, he's, he's got it. I mean, him. Richard Chardier. And everyone else he's getting with. Even now, like Dan Barron and... Let's uh, talk about this, though. Everyone in Regina. Fuck, they're all good. How are they so good? They're all good. They grew up with Richie. And Richie was very smart about his blading. Like, and, and, very, and they were they were all very... Um, they, they focused on certain objects. Like, they would grind low rails. That was like their focus. And Richie showed them that the possibilities on those and he showed them like the best way to approach it like from day one like those guys like wax the shit out of rails like we we didn't get we didn't we never would rat wax a rail we would all be like well shit rails are fast like you don't yeah. wax those like we growing up in candles like we didn't have like low rails that we would session all the time like those guys, like they had they and, and they had a wise wizard Richie <laughs> that would like wax the rails like Waxing rails? That's that's suicide, dog. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Why are you waxing that? Like, and they got used to that from a young age. And like, but you can see all the guys that, that grew up with them. I am. Like, they're all wizards. They're all good. They're all wizards. And like from day one, like Richie was like, you know, learn everything, switch everything that you yeah. do, learn it both ways. So Dustin, like. The trick vocabulary that he has is amazing. unreal. Dude, he's so good. He's one of the best, man. Yo, man, imagine if Devin had the same options as Richie and, like, if he got to go travel like that and stuff like oh, that. Oh, Devin's sick. Devin's one of my favorite bladers. Yeah, yeah Devin's Devin, super sick. Dev, I love to stop. He has a really awesome, like, he was cool. Yeah, that whole crew in, like, in their prime, um, like, Regina Monologues style, that whole mm-hmm. era, all of them, all of them. Like, I, I wish they were all still doing exactly the same sort of progression and where they are right now. Like, I know Devin, he had some other things he needed to do. Like, you know, life takes over. You got to do your own thing. Elf had to split off to a different direction. Richie went to a different direction. But... I'm ruling the world. I mean, both of them, like, between uh, uh, Dustin and, and Richie, like, they're killing it. And to have Devin kind of fade off in the background, I wish he was still in the same thing. But, I mean, you can do your own thing. Yeah. Like, it, it all leeches into your life in, in its own way, but that whole Regina group was amazing. And Dan, Dan Barron. Dan was so Fuck, yeah. All those guys. 
And that was one character where if Richie needs to get put in line as a youngin, Dan would do it. Like, it was weird. Dan was the younger guy. Dan was learning. But Dan was ruthless. Fucking ruthless. He would tear anybody apart. Like, when that guy was skating, it was like he was, like, that was his personality. Like, he was a destroyer. A fucking destroyer. Dang, he wasn't destroyed. Dan was good shit. Dan was really good shit, man. Yo, really good shit. I'm sure those guys still skate. Yo, how was growing up with skating Dan Beaver? He was a man. He's a shredder. Dan always was like better than any than any of us. Well, yeah, man. Like heard stories he does now. Yeah. From Unwin. Dude, like he was he was a lot like Unwin in his like casualness. Like it was never like. Dana would never be like the guy that was like <laughs> screaming before doing the trick or like, you know, he was just like the laid back dude who was like calm and he would just bust like crazy shit and it was so unexpected, it was weird, you know. Dude, Dean J, so like I met DJ, Dean J and uh, Jason yeah. a while ago down in Kent, like when I first started rolling. Shit, we're almost at two hours. Okay. So what but does like, that mean? But like, um, it shuts off. Like it can't have. It's like too big of a fire. Okay. Right, right now, it's too big. No, it's still recording. Okay. So oh, Dean, like, we got like five. Okay, Dean J. I'll do it quick. Dean J. Brought Dana to bank, to Calgary. I skated with all the Calgary guys like a lot of time, and like I've seen a lot of good skating. So, but I've never seen an LA topsoil or tree topsoil on a ledge like for a long distance. And uh, Dean J. was like, "Hey, I'm bringing out this guy, uh, my buddy Dana Beaver. He's like, and so we could me and Drew we meet up with them." First trick Dana does is true top soul across like this whole ledge like an old key. And we're just like, what the fuck? And then he comes up right after her and alley top souls the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah. like man, I have never <laughs> seen anyone alley top soul a ledge, like but like and mind you it's as big as your table, so like alley top soul and like the whole table and I was just like mind blowing head popped off like born or Dana. Because like I've never seen anyone alley like, top soul, but like I got to see them in person like and then he top sold like a really high king trail there and then he left. And now it's just like <laughs> it's like ah, like God. He still got it too. Oh yeah, always man, Dana always has it. Except I can kick his old ass now. Probably right now you could. Yeah, yeah he hasn't been skating much since. No, he's fat. No, he's he's still pretty he's jacked. Still, he's in that king once in a while. He's got a ponytail. He's pretty jacked. He just hasn't, hasn't been skating much. It's like taking some time off. He's in that king once in a while. Yeah. Actually, but he, he's still he won Hammer Joey on that battle. Well, apparently, like, they thought Dana won, but when Joey reviewed the footage, Dana Don't cheated mind. on one of his letters. Like, he had, like, a BL or something. It was a B. What do you have? It was, like, a BL, but he actually had BLA or something like that. And you can see it actually in the video. I think, like he left it in. They in the video, <laughs> Dana wins. But if you watch closely, you'll see that Joey gets two letters. letters. Yeah, he gets two letters for one. one yeah. Trick. And so Joey actually won. Who beat Dana? Well, no, or, I don't know if Joey actually won. Maybe maybe the tie. I think it's yeah. Maybe it was a tie. Maybe it's one letter. Maybe it just doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. They got a, Learn how to score. I want to. I want to. I want to challenge Joanna. <laughs> or you would own him. No way, man. You guys got mad game. We don't got no game. Fuck that shit. Fuck you, coach, man. <laughs> I'll challenge you tomorrow well, morning. Hey, okay. yo. Game of I'll challenge you like when I've been skating aggressive for like solid. Like, 
that when when me and Joey filmed that, I haven't skated. That, I thought that was too much. I thought that was awesome. I'll was challenge months. you. I've been skated aggressive in a year. Only been power blading, playing hockey. Yeah, it's it's true. Power blading hockey. Yeah, I could I could step now. I could step a year. And before that, I only got out skating a few times. I was completely <laughs> injured. And before that, the year before that, I didn't think I could walk again. Hey, can you? Uh, my back was so bad where I I couldn't feel my legs. Like can you top pass it? Yeah. Can you swiss dance? Yeah. Can you count right? Yeah. Oh. Okay, well then you can compete against me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you got my tricks. I don't even got a letter on it. You got Shit, man. Um, maybe got another top for it there too somewhere, you know? Fuck, but I'm not real. Shit, <laughs> I don't know. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, guys, what are we at? 203? Yeah, this was awesome. Let's finish our piece so much. Let's quit. Fuck yeah. Two chains. Two chains. Three chains. Three chains. Three chains. So, pop, you guys are off to pop, pop contest? Yeah, off to pop contest. Hopefully at the park tomorrow. Can yeah, you know oh park? Yeah. park? Skate park. Park after a good breakfast. Good. And you're going to call in sick for work for now? Fuck yeah. Okay. Nice. Great the park. Yeah. Yeah. Game of blade on the rail. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah.